My towels solved a problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wind dry you. That's why I made my towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com Previously on the Pete Santilli Show. I've been smelling my hole. I just got a sex change. It's already infected. It smells like shit and decay. Really good chance I'm gonna take my life one day. At least I'll get more attention than all those normie gays. It's a damn shame. What the world's gotten to when a creature like me believes that it's true that he could just wake up and not be a dude. But he is. Oh, he is. Living as a new girl with a Y chromosome. You ask which men can be women, I'll tell you which can. The ones that trade their pole for a hole, and that hole really stinks, and it's covered in goo, and it smells like a combo of roadkill and poo. If I don't dilate it, it will heal shut and fill in. Tell me which man can be George Bush's HRT team, FBI, Mueller sent HRT guys to go escort the Bin Ladens out of the country on 9-11. Not a plane was in the air. Guess which one was in the air? One plane. The Bin Ladens, okay? Escorted out by the FBI. Bomb the FBI. Netanyahu. You, you want to end terrorism, they're actually giving free flights on 9-11, okay, to terrorists. You want to end terrorism? Bomb the FBI, Netanyahu. He's not going to do it. You know why? Because he's part of the scam. Netanyahu. And that's not anti-Semitic. On behalf of the Jews, I say revolt against Netanyahu. That scumbag, all right? That scumbag was about to have a huge protest right about the time when his Hamas people attacked you. Come 2024, I think we're going to see more corporate bankruptcies than 2008, 2009 had. I mean, by, by a long shot, um, because we've used all of our capital, all the expendable currency that, that companies in America had, they used up during COVID, so there isn't a rainy day fund. And so when rates go up, they're they're in a huge pickle. They, they won't be able to afford it. I think that's the big thing that comes in during an election year when every politician is making every promise under the sun. What promise are they going to try to make? Don't worry, America. We'll get you out of it. 
right? We're going to keep printing. We're going to provide stimulus here and stimulus there. All while the BRICS nations are stripping away demand for the U.S. dollar by taking away the petrodollar, by taking away the reserve currency status. We're going to be forced to print like there's no tomorrow, raise rates even further. And yeah, I think all of this is like like to what you just said, the culmination of a perfectly horrible financial political superstorm that I think hits us during an election year. And when people are hurting during election year, they tend to give away a lot of their freedoms in the election. What is our common bond truly? Freedom. Freedom. Without freedom, you can't be a Christian no matter what denomination you belong to. You can't be a Buddhist. You can't own a donut shop. You can't drive from here to Oregon. You can't be an American because that's what it's all about. And it's the only thing that it's all about. Nothing else. Nothing else. It's about freedom. There's a time to pray and there's a time to stand. Is it not only Thursday? Is it October 19th? Can you imagine that? October mm. 19th, 1776. This is absolute insanity at the pace at which the FBI moves on to their next uh, false flag. Uh, they're now coming rapid fire. Uh, we're going to have a discussion about that, but before. Before I get um, I get to that, Deb Jordan, I want you mm-hmm. to say hello to. Well, first of all, I'll say hello to you. We're gonna have oh, we're gonna have a super busy show this morning. A um, lot of morning. things to cover. Mm-hmm. How are you? Good. How are you? I've got this song stuck in my head, and we'll get to that here momentarily. <laughs> okay. Always got a song stuck in your head. Every day, don't Every I? Every day. Every day I got a song stuck in my... How does that work? Hmm. There's a name for it. And my, I don't in my soul. It Everything is. is a song in my soul. It really is. It's a condition, actually, yeah. that they've... I'm retarded. Know, they've, they've named, and I... And Am I, I retarded? No. Everybody does it. They do? It's like the radio in your head or something. Yeah. You know? Like a smell. They say a smell or... Uh, Somebody mentions something, and it starts playing that song that you associate with a moment that you had just like that. It's really weird. And until you listen to the song, you know, it's going to keep playing, right? Speaking of smell, um, <laughs> this is about uh, Rashida Tlaib, mm. okay? 
So can you believe her? Can you believe what happened yesterday? Uh, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can believe it. Yeah. You know why I can believe it? I mean, we're living in the freakiest times ever. 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 I've never seen anything <laughs> like what we're seeing. Okay? Yeah. Um, but I want you to uh, give some commentary leading up to this mm-hmm. as to what happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, imagine th- th- these these people are out there just like, you know, remember Hillary Clinton, Benghazi. Oh, it's all about a film. It's all about a film. It wasn't about a film. Uh, they got everybody outraged because remember the, the jihadists mm-hmm. worldwide mm-hmm. after Benghazi because of that film, you know, right? Yeah. Um, she just drowned out the fact that she was running an operation to move 400 tons of man pads. Mm-hmm. She, all of a sudden it was, in, it was, uh, I was going to say Intifada, but I started singing that song <laughs> in my head. Okay. Right. But it all turns, it, you know what they say? You can't unring a bell. That's mm-hmm. what they're doing. They're out there just bell ringing. And it's right out of Saul Alinsky's rules for radicals. How do you energize everybody to go out and burn buildings for you? You yeah. know? They, yeah. they, they, light, they light the, the match mm-hmm. of the fuse. And, they do. And it's a Obama, Hillary Clinton, um, uh, technocrat thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it spreads like wildfires within hours, okay? Mm-hmm. They were hanging black flags, mourning the killing of babies at the hospital by the Israelis. And they're like, oh, no, that wasn't us. That was them. Right. It was and a it, false flag. And it. Well, and it turned out that they didn't even bomb the hospital at all. The, it was the parking lot. It was where they were trying to launch a missile at Israel. And guess what happened? It failed and it blew up in the parking lot. And that's what happened. We're finding that out now. Uh, and so it goes in the mainstream media and on Twitter and everywhere else that, oh my gosh, the evil Israelis blew up a hospital and killed killed hundreds of children. And it's like, oh my goodness. <laughs> you really have to be careful. That's why you and I, like, you know, we were very careful about um, what we were seeing on, on the news, if everybody remembers, because we had people going, this is like the most important thing that's happening right now and you guys are dropping the ball. No, we're not. We're watching and we are uh, being very careful about what we believe coming out on both sides, right? Because because we've learned to be very discerning mm-hmm. in the beginning, at least that first three days. My goodness, you have to be extremely careful. You're going to have to pardon me. I'm going to have to put you on screen here because mm-hmm. I need to fix something. All right. Well, I do need to say hello. Well, go ahead and say it. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And so good morning to everybody um, who's joining us this morning. It is Thursday. Can you believe we made it past hump day? We're headed in to another weekend and we hope that everybody so far has had a great week. We know we have, and we want to thank everybody for joining us um, over on Frank's speech. Of course, as usual, thank you, Frank's speech for having the Pete Santilli show, giving us a platform. Uh, to to do our thing on over there. We certainly appreciate Frank's speech and, 
and to support Frank's speech and Mike Lindell, Lindell TV, please go to uh, mypillow.com forward slash Pete. Use that promo code Pete. Use mypillow.com for your Christmas gifts this year. It helps us. It helps Mike Lindell. And it will make very, people in your family very, very happy this Christmas. All right. So make sure that you guys do that today. It's a great way to support us great way to support Mike Lindell. So I want to say hello to our friends over at Rumble. I have you guys up in front of me and there's Sir Jeremy the, the bald and, and I know I get on him sometimes and we uh, have difference of opinions and some things but I can admit there are some things that I did not know that uh, <clears throat> Sir Jeremy put in the in, into the chat that I checked on and made me a wiser person to the Palestinian plight where it came from. So we have, we, we were thankful for our chat room. You guys are amazing. Everyone in the chat room, you help make the show, you propel the show. And a good way to propel it is to um, make sure you hit that thumbs up button. If you haven't done that yet this morning, go over there and click that thumbs up. If you're watching us, it helps propel the show. It puts us um, in the spotlight uh, over on the side when people get on uh, <clears throat> when people you know log into rumble in the morning and they see what's trending we'll be there if we get enough thumbs up so make sure that you guys do that it's very important and because of our chat stream and the way that you guys support us we made it once again into the top 10 last week of people who are streaming on rumble and that's a big deal and that's all people powered and propelled by you. So please make sure that you do that every single day. Stay active in the chat rooms, invite your friends and your family and anybody you know, share, 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 so we can get people in so that more people see our message, okay? So you guys are amazing. Thank you very much. And thank you for your donations over there on Rumble. We appreciate every single thing that you guys do just by showing up you are helping us. You're helping us. So good morning to Robert Hafey. I see you in, in there. And Danny April, good morning to you and Polly. Good morning, Polly. And there's Miss Q. There she is, DMQ. Those are her initials, by the way. Thank you so much for being with us this morning, Miss Q. You are one of those people who, um, who give us a lot of information and your insightful posts help a lot. They really do. And let's see here, Carl, Carl Binge, and who, Bell, Belly Jelly. I guess that's who. That's how you pronounce that. I'm hoping so. I hate. I hate to butcher somebody's uh, screen name, but there you go. And let, there's Rico, one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. Been with us for a very, very long time. Rico, thank you for being with us this morning. And Bill Tennis, and there's Miss KG, um, KJP. Now listen, Angie's in there. Uh, our mods, Karen is KJP, and we have Unc, and we have Angie. Right? We ask that you respect our um, <clears throat> our mods while you're in our threads. We do have very few rules, but they're hard and fast rules. No, do not drop links, things like that during the show. At the end of the show, you can drop links at the end of the show where we're running commercials. Uh, you can do that or 
we encourage everyone to go to like our Telegram or uh, other social media platforms to drop information um, in those threads instead because it's it's distracting uh, from the show when you drop it while we're speaking and it, it is also not very you know, we just don't know who's dropping and where you're sending people to. So be very careful and don't drop any of your personal information. It will get deleted. Do not drop personal information on in our chat rooms. We're trying to keep you safe. Don't do that, okay? Mm-hmm. So, uh, and hello and good morning to all of our friends over on Locals. If you want to really support us in a big way, go over to Locals, get a subscription, five bucks a month, and we have all kinds of perks and uh, for doing that for us, right? It's an important, and it's directly uh, attached to Rumble. It helps Rumble out, it helps out locals, and it's a great little room over there. They've they've worked really hard. Uh, The folks that are in there have been in there for like two years now, Pete, Mm -hmm. supporting us over on Locals, and it is an important chat room. Uh, They've done a great job, and, and, so yeah, make sure that you guys do that too. And as always, support our sponsors while you're at it. While you're here and you, you're watching our little commercial breaks where we are trying to fix things in the background, <laughs> those commercial breaks are so important and, and supporting our sponsors. Remember, our sponsors, the people who come on and we do little, um, we do our little commercial break for, these people are supporting the Pete Santelli show and other alternative media. They make us go. It's not just about selling things. Okay. It's not just about that. It's about staying on the air and staying relevant. And these people are taking a chance and, and these little, these companies, these little American companies are taking a chance on the Pete Santelli show. So let's take a chance on them to be, uh, you know, if you see something that you like, make sure. I mean, the Christmas season is here, so make sure you support and buy from our sponsors for your Christmas gifts, birthday gifts, all yeah. of those things. Make sure that you do that and you support them because they are supporting us. Anything that you see, we have vetted and we have looked at and we said, yeah, you know what? That's a good fit for our show. We like that company. We like that product. And we think our our people and our listeners will like them too. So please make sure that you support them. I mean, because they get it from the left. They People try to shut them down, come after them, but they stay steadfast and true to alternative media. So we need to stay faithful to them. Make sure that you, when you see our commercials for these, uh, these products in our commercial break, make sure these are serious. These are serious times, and these people are just trying to make a go of it. Yeah, and guess what? This the is the American I'm, way. This is what I'm going to do, okay? Um, because um, Mike Lindell has mm-hmm. just um, introduced another ad, another special, mm-hmm. another great deal. Uh, one of my favorites, by the way, call me a weirdo, the kitchen towels. They are nice. Are, are so awesome. The more I wash but, them, yeah. the better they are. Here, check this out. Yep. You ready? Yep. My towels solved a problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wind dry you. That's why I made my towels. What? 
Really? Let's go. We interrupt this. My towels solved a problem that we've all had with okay. towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wind dry you. That's why I made my towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com That's right. Try out... Uh, the best towels on the planet already. They are. Already the best towels. And yeah. now he has a premium mm -hmm. designer. His premium designer towels. I will be getting uh, a few folks those for Christmas myself. Yep. Because so you, it, it... So you guys be, not, be nice to Deb. Everybody loves them. Everybody. Mm -hmm. I mean, even the Democrats in our family yeah. love them. Okay. They love these towels. Here's uh, here's another uh, quick thing, and then we're we're gonna get uh, right to the news of the day. All right? Mm -hmm. Where am I? <laughs> Stand by. See this? Yes. We have. Look at the queen sized My Pillow 2.0. This thing is the, it, they're just awesome. They um, are. They're, they're awesome. And guess what we're doing? We are giving away um, to our annual subscribers. Receive a MyPillow 2.0. And that's not all, you guys. Um, we're going to be doing lots of giveaways. Uh, we've got book publishers. We're going to do random giveaways. Mm -hmm. on locals all right to our local subscribers okay um our annual subscribers what can i as we lead into you know we shut down 23 and we get into 24 oh okay? it's coming too Oof. it's coming it's coming mm -hmm. fast okay yep there are few guarantees all right a you get backstage access B, tomorrow I'm going to introduce you to, he's uh, our financial guru. He's, he's uh, been a listener of the show for a while. And he understands that I understand from a layman's perspective, you know, some pretty complex issues. He's a technical guy. He's the only person I know that has more screens than me. Okay. Mm -hmm. Have you ever, did you, you didn't see him the other day. No, I did not. Craig, okay. Imagine my <laughs> my screen, you know, all of my screens mm -hmm. times two. Yeah. Wow. Except he's got them stacked. That's a lot. He's a, and he's going to share. I'm going to introduce you to him. Mm -hmm. He's he could literally go the Rothschilds, the Rothschilds, mm -hmm. okay. The the elite, the you know the the the, the financial elite would hire this type of guy to glean from the markets. Mm -hmm. He's run major hedge funds, a lot of background. You're going to be introduced to him. Uh, he's done with them. 
He's a God, godly man, God-centered. He has selected our audience because he wants to, to teach the common man um, about the theft, uh, about the harmonics in the market and what mm-hmm. he, he's developed this proprietary program. Um, and and he's he's going to share this information for free, for free. No, no, you're not going to. You're not going to have to pay for. We're just going to educate people on the markets, right? Mm-hmm. It's our little secret that we know. Um, and he's also going to make himself available like once a month for a Q and A. But I'm going to do weekly segments. We are on the precipice. This is important, okay? We're on the precipice of a, uh, like 1929 and the Great Depression that took place. This is different. This is a global systemic collapse, okay? It is, it's happening right now. We've got world war, all that stuff. But guess what? Uh, Do you know about the tally stick? I do, but I do have to say this. Belly Jelly just said, I enjoy your company and being able to communicate people worthy of my friendship, the money is a way for me to share something with you with a $50 Rumble rant. Oh, my goodness. And Thank you. LJ Angulo Angelo. with a $100 Rumble LJ rant. LJ Angulo Never is, give up. You know. Thank you, you both. No, LJ Angulo wow. has never given up on us. Angel Investor, thank you uh, so much for that. Thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, Jelly Belly, who is that? And then we had somebody who dropped a 10, and I can't see. Angie, if you could tell me who that is in my That's ear. Chivo. Chivo 11. Huh? Bill, Bill Tennis. Thank you, Bill Tennis. Right. Thank okay. you so much, Bill. All right. So check this out. <laughs> All right. So our annual subscribers. Uh, I'm trying to entice everybody to become an annual subscriber. We're talking about a $40 value pillow I'm going to give you. You pay for an annual subscription. Mm-hmm. If you already have enough pillows, ladies and gentlemen, and you don't have an annual subscription, um, get the pillow. You, all you pay for is uh, shipping and uh, shipping and handling, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we'll give that to you. Any you can give it away if you want. Okay. For Christmas, give it for to Christmas. somebody. You want. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, and then check this out. Once you uh, get into, you become a subscriber. That button is there. You go click on the button. You go to Pistol Pete's store. Mm-hmm. The cost of that is zero. The only people that have access to that $0 pillow uh, plus shipping uh, are our subscribers. We're going to do random giveaways, and I'm going to begin that uh, probably tomorrow, okay? I'm going to do maybe a special broadcast and show you what kind of stuff we're going to be giving away. We always have stuff that's, that's given to us, mm-hmm. that's shipped to us. There's... Mm-hmm. People that want to sell their stuff. And and um, so we're going to have um, uh, sponsors give us stuff, right? Um, PetePrepStore.com. Talk to uh, uh, Brandon House. Uh, he's got a couple of items that he's considering putting on the store. We want to market that. So he's going to be giving us uh, some stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Randomly, we're going to do this, and it's only for our subscribers. Okay? Isn't that cool? Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, really good stuff. Lot, mm-hmm. I have a ton of books. Um, yeah. A lot of them. Um, we can't afford to have our uh, our auction site 
Uh, so we had to drop that, sadly. So sad. Mm-hmm. We could have done so much with it, but, you know, we we, we just can't do it. Uh, but that's okay. I don't mean to depress you. I'm, I'm just thinking, it's terrible. We can't do that. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, you know, I had a miscarriage or something. You know, listen <laughs> to me. All right. But, uh, yeah. but listen, become an annual subscriber. We're going to send you autographed constitutions, right? I mean, plus you get backstage access, mm-hmm. plus you get a pillow. Here's my guarantee to you. Next year with the giveaways, the freebies, the information, all for our subscribers, okay? You will get so much more than the $45 annual subscription. Uh, guaranteed. Guaranteed. Just the free information alone on the uh, on the financial analysis is worth you know trillions mm, right indeed potentially trillions mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna see who craig is tomorrow i'm gonna introduce him to you actually you know what dr kirk elliott he's a busy guy all right he can barely take time out to come do the show and you know when i finish with him you know he he uh he's gone like when i say oh, okay bye boom as soon as i Take him off the screen. Really busy guy. Great guy. Good business. He's taking care of all of our viewers. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, can you set some time aside for this guy? And I said, I want you to just kind of kick his tires, find out if he's the real deal. He wants to come to us and, and team up with us to inform our viewers. Will you check him out? And, you know, you know he's busy. Everyone's busy. I'm like, oh, how much time is this going to take? i got 15 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. give, just give, give it 15 minutes. Stayed on the phone on the Zoom call for an hour. He was so blown away. Blown away. Blown away. He's like, and you're coming to us? I guess. That is awesome. He's he's literally, it's his gift. He calls it a gift to humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he knows where they're stealing money. He can see it. And there's this thing, and he's got he's got a proprietary software program. There's something called harmonics, right? Mm-hmm. And it's really almost biblical, all right? When when human consciousness starts talking out in the internet and consumer confidence, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. There's a harmonic that reverberates into the market that. It cannot be controlled. They try to outpace it and say, oh, my goodness, everyone's talking about green grapes. Let's sell green grapes, you know, right? Mm-hmm. They try to calculate, but it's it's a God thing. God, through our collective souls, right, is it's projecting into the universe, and he's able to extract this information. I'm not even joking. It's very real. Only the elite of the elite of the elite would be able to measure that level of sophistication to be able to outpace and, uh, you know, human, you know, consciousness, right? He's not giving this information to them. I can turn the audio up a little, huh? Is it really down? It's down. It's kind of low. Swing low. (laughs) Sweet chariot. Coming for to carry me home. Right? Mm-hmm. All right. Is it doing better now? 
It's not. Snot. Deb Jordan. Yeah. Take this. Uh, Jesus, take the wheel. Well, we're on a break. Oh, no, we're not. Okay. Well, we should Come be. On. Good grief. Okay. So swing low, sweet chariot. <clears throat> no, we really do. So we really do. We are bringing, we are going to be bringing uh, you guys some very important guests. Uh, today, Pete, today, Pete will be interviewing Trevor Loudon. It's the first time uh, that he has had the opportunity to sit down and talk to Trevor. Very excited about that. So uh, it's, it's because of your support and all the things that we've just been you guys about that um, help us bring this because when we go off the air, Pete is busy uh, doing interviews, making phone calls, and talking to people about, you know, what's happening in our world and being and getting educated. It's, it's super important. So please make sure that you support us. It's, it is important. Rum Team 2024 says we're the global antipod. Uh, see, I just lost it. The chat room is going so fast, I just lost it. We're going to be talking about that. You guys are going to be talking about what happened yesterday in the capital of the United States of America and how one of, one of our elected <clears throat> representatives helped to um, in, entice people and get people to go into the capital and raid the capital. Wait until you see this, okay? So... We've noticed there's a trend uh, happening, and this is what what is happening in Israel is like super important for us, and we've been keeping an eye on that. <laughs> but what we've also been keeping an eye on, Pete, is what's happening here in the United States of America that we haven't taken our eyes off of, because now we are seeing Antifa, we are seeing uh, the Palestinians, the Muslims, and this Islam in this country and um, <clears throat> and the and the and the gays and black lives matter they're all converging they're all coming together and it is starting to it's starting to heat up a little bit right it's from from what it was last week last week we heard a, we heard from there was a couple of days of very pro israel stuff then the pro-Palestinian stuff started leaking, started seeping into the conversation and became overwhelming. I mean, people were outraged at Israel, right? <clears throat> and now, now we are seeing what typically happens here in the United States and uh, in, in this activist community that's called the left, right, Pete? They, they are... Uh, they're converging together and they're making a big show. I predict these crowds will grow and then they will grow just, the, they will grow a little bit more violent. Now, will it be as violent as the summer of hate? Uh, they called it the summer of love. Will it be that violent? I don't know yet. We're keeping an eye on that. I don't know if, if the left will allow it, but if what Rashida Tlaib did yesterday is any indication of where we're headed here, um, we can expect some violence in the streets. We are going into the winter months, and Antifa and these activist groups 
are air conditioned, what the Who called, uh, and that's the band the Who called air conditioned gypsies. Uh, so I, you know, I don't know if they will be coming out in the winter months, Pete. Hmm. We're going into the winter. They're pretty sensitive to to the environment, <laughs> the weather. So we'll see if the weather stops them. But right now, I mean, we, we're expecting still some pretty good, decent weather uh, going into November. So we may see uh, a little bit of uptick in the violence. And But one thing we haven't seen is that they're not coming out at night. Have you noticed that? Antifa is holding back and they're not coming out at night, um, which is typically what they do. And they have not started doing that. Or the mainstream media is just not is just not reporting on it. But I haven't seen Andy No say anything about it. And he's on top of this. Him, Ford Fisher, they follow these left wing um, these left wing groups around and get a lot of footage. But we can expect something to happen, especially massive crowds. So yesterday, they had this big. It's been going on all week. The police have been, the D.C. Metro Police have been battling all week to keep these people behind barricades mm. and from from and keep them from entering the Capitol grounds, right? Hey, by the way, uh, we're we're gonna. Mm, what time is it? We did a big fat commercial anyway, right? We, yeah, the we whole did. hour long. Okay. We did. All right, check this out. Uh, so, so they're calling it an intifada, the global intifada. Mm -hmm. We'll get to that. Marjorie Taylor Greene's staff members mm -hmm. uh, were out there. I've got some big commentary. They were surrounded. Folks. Their building, their office building was surrounded yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And and she brought this up. I'm like, global intifada? And that's exactly how I responded to that. I saw it on Real America's Voice um, with uh, Ben Burkwam. He was with her. He does such a great job. I, you know, he does. I, he he does. He got mm -hmm. lots of great information. Um, but I want to I want to share this. I got to get it out of my out of my head, <laughs> if you will allow me. Right? The antifada. Huh? The antifada. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Here it is. You ready? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Can we redo this? <laughs> we could. Global Intifada. Here I am at Washington, D.C. <laughs> Camp is very entertaining. And they say we'll have some fun if it stops raining. I went hiking with Joe Spivey. He developed poison mm -hmm. mm -hmm. ivy. All the counselors and the lake has alligators. The head coach wants no sissies, so he reads to us from something called Ulysses. Isn't that hilarious? So I've had that song stuck in my head. Yes. Because of this thing that took place yesterday. Yep. All right. Now, let me tell you where my soul was at with this thing. Mm 
Mm-hmm. All right. Everything is scripted. Everything is so scripted. <laughs> um, Rashida Tlaib was out front. Mm-hmm. She's crying about the babies. Just remember this, okay? Right. Globally, these um, th- these are disgusting, filthy Muslims, okay? They're a bunch of communist lemmings, all right? Uh, I've read their Sharia law, which they advocate for. Mm-hmm. Uh, that should be all the reason uh, to napalm all of, all of them. Just get mm. them together, together at around that freaking black rock, okay? And just napalm them. Their, their, their law that they want is oppressive. And these are the people that, that protest is. oppression, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've accepted Hamas in Gaza, which was created by uh, Israel, uh, and also funded by and supported by and armed by the United States of America. We've covered that, right? Yes. Um, so they're directing, what, what Hamas is doing is using them literally uh, like a bunch of Uyghurs. They don't produce anything, so you can't even use them for slave labor. But you know what they are? They're, they're, they're political slaves in Gaza. Uh, you mm-hmm. have to have an oppressed people, except it's a false flag. The oppression is actually coming from Hamas. I have it very well documented. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Hamas is the Obama, Biden regime, Clinton regime, care, all of that. It's documented. I just got that. You, you see that report that I got yesterday on Amazon that I ordered? Yes. I need to go get that at the top of the hour. Um, So here's my point. Um, In Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals, okay, there's a method by which you get your people energized. Once you uh, community organize and you can connect with everybody, you got to keep them on the rat wheel uh, to to be really pissed off to go burn buildings about something, right? (laughs) Anything. And and their communication, their organizing efforts Mm -hmm. allow them to send out emails, Text messaging, all that. It happened yesterday. You know, they were text messaging everybody while they were there. Now I want you to back up a couple seconds. There's a coordinated effort between, of course, the Marxists that have taken over the halls of government, Mm -hmm. right? The Mm -hmm. protesters, right? It's it's Hegelian dialectic, right? You... You have this government body that's saying we must take action because of the outrage of the people. And <laughs> what they're doing is causing the outrage of the people. Right. Rashida Tlaib was out there claiming that a hospital got blown up and she was crying and doing all this stuff. And, and the world was outraged. That bell was rung and it was all a hoax. But guess what? Everybody was energized, weren't they? Their mm-hmm. people, their boots on the ground were energized oh, yes. to go jihad, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Here's another thing. The FBI this week said, we have credible, there's going to be an imminent blah, 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 blah. Okay, I'm going to ask the question. Hundreds of people went to that building. And they showed up at a security checkpoint, right? Mm-hmm. How many of the Capitol Police said, 
Mm-hmm. All these people with black shirts are coming in. Come, you know, there's hundreds of them. Mm-hmm. Like, should we stop them from coming in? Well, they tried to hold them back all week. And we reported on it a little bit, right? Uh, I gave you they clips. let them in. They, they let them past security. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of them. They let The Capitol Police literally let hundreds of people in. Yeah, so what changed from the beginning of the week where they put up the barriers? Mm. Now, listen, mm-hmm. they put up the barriers. So that says the Capitol is closed. There's a lot of people out there saying, well, this is different than January the 6th because the Capitol building was closed that day. They put up barriers at the beginning of the week and would not allow these people in. They said it was closed I know the difference between January 6th and yesterday, but go ahead. Mm-hmm. And, and what was that? And they... Um, and they, and they tried to keep them out all week. And then suddenly yesterday, Rashida Tlaib goes out front. And then you see all of these people pouring into the Capitol. And mind you, yesterday, what was happening in the Capitol building yesterday? The vote for Speaker of the House, right? The vote for Speaker of the House. They breached security. Oh, there's, there's film out there of the police fighting with white, clammy kids, right? again, fighting with them inside the Capitol building. Okay, so, um, and they're not saying anything about going after these people and there will be, there will be a price to pay for what they did yesterday. Not hearing any of that coming out of the Capitol this time around. Why? Because it's Rashida Tlaib and the left and they're not going to go after her for what she incited yesterday. I'm going to tell you something right now. She was out there. She's crying and she's talking about the hospital. Mm -hmm. Uh, At the same time, Joe Biden is sitting with Netanyahu Mm -hmm. saying, oh, I'm now convinced based on the evidence that you showed me that it wasn't Israel that did that Mm -hmm. while she's inciting people. Now, Mm -hmm. what's the difference between the global intifada people that blew past, not blew past, were allowed to go through security, mm-hmm. hundreds of them. Mm-hmm. The Capitol Police was processing each and every one of them. Well, they were trying to they were trying to push down all the barriers all week. Ah. All week they were trying to they were fighting with the police okay, officers. Okay, but ultimately, let's get to it. You ready? Pushing down, trying to push down the barriers. Did, oh. did, they were trying to, but but they passed through security. <laughs> How did all of those people pass through security? Why would you, as Capitol Police, allow hundreds of people like that to come into that building? Why would you do that? Mm-hmm. Um, the FBI, okay, here's the difference between January 6th and this global intifada, all right, is that the FBI infiltrated on January 6th and the global intifada, mm-hmm. except... What they're doing for those people is they're recruiting them, they're training them, and they're supplying them bomb-making material. That's what the difference is. You can bet on that. Almost guaranteed. Because you get Christopher Ray, he goes to the podium, right? And what does he say? There's an imminent terrorist attack. Sure. And I think they did the same thing for Oklahoma City bombing and the World Trade Center. And, you know, I mean, it's over and over and over, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Netanyahu, all right, and Joe Biden, if they really wanted to end terrorism, 
they would bomb the FBI because that they're the ones that are supplying the bomb making material. Mm-hmm. There's the one. They're the ones with all the intel. They're the ones uh, that didn't stop the Intifada people from getting through security. Well, notice right? this too. At mm. the beginning of the week, Pete, of, mm. at the end of last week, it was on on um, October Friday the thirteenth. Mm-hmm. It was a global day of jihad. This week they changed that to Intifada. Mm. Right. Well, can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Uh, those that are uh, in Gaza, mm-hmm. that are supportive of Hamas, right? right? What are they doing to those people right now? That are supportive of Hamas? Right now, in Israel, in Gaza. What's happening to Hamas and the people of Gaza? What's happening to them? Uh, they're not allowed to leave the region, I know that. They're getting freaking blown up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where in the United States, they let them through security. These yeah. are the same people. Rashida Tlaib yeah. is no different, okay? Rashida Tlaib is no different than the people that have just had all that concrete blown up. Yesterday, we had a very uh, eye-opening experience happen. Mm. We have, and I won't say who it is, but we have a Jordanian friend, right? Oh, who, yes. Be careful uh, what you say, please. That you, that you, but can no, you, that. Can that, you please be careful what you're going to say? Yeah, that you, okay. uh, that you ask about. Yes. Uh, what was going on over there. And he was like. You overheard what he said, right? Yeah. He was oh, like. Oh, that's right. That's he, he was like, don't let them fool you. We don't like the, we don't like the Palestinians in Jordan. And we're, they're not going to let, the, his basic thing was exactly what they're repeating on TV. They are not going to let those people into Jordan. Why? Because they're violent. That's why they're violent. They cause they cause nothing but problems, and we don't want them in. We don't want them in. They don't want them in that country, and they don't want them in um, Egypt. Not nobody wants the Palestinians because they they're violent people. That's all there is to it. He he told me that yesterday, didn't he? He did. Hmm? He did. Yeah, and I heard the conversation. I was like. It's absolutely right. Actually, That's I've, known, why they I've now known him for years. I can consider him to be a friend. Is he not a friend? Yes. He's, he's, uh, but, but here's what's he happening. He goes to Jordan all the time. He comes back all brown. You know, here's here's what's happening in the United States. Like you just said, these people that nobody else wants because of their violence and they can't be trusted and they're always, they're always, um, <clears throat> they're always creating chaos wherever they go. They're opening up the capital, letting them into the capital. Are they're pouring over our borders, and now um, the left is demanding that we take the refugees from Palestine because nobody else, or what they call Palestine, um, because they don't want them in any of the countries that surround this area. They don't want them in their country. So it, I mean, it's yeah, okay. Now listen. It's insanity. Here, um, here's what we're going to do. Um, we're going to wind down, wind down the hour here. Okay. We're going to wind down the hour. I have an interview actually. I, w- I wouldn't normally do this. I mean, there's all these new platforms out there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a guy that I came into contact with yesterday and you know who Benny Thompson is, right? Mm-hmm. Because Trevor Loudon is going to be coming on. 
he did a piece and he identified um, Benny Thompson as just a straight-up communist. Oh, this is going to be a great discussion today. And proud of it. Oh, yeah. And he's proud. He's a card-carrying Benny, communist. Benny Thompson went after this guy who was, you know, I mean, he was in IT in the medical profession. Then, then he's a patriot, godly patriot, and he mm -hmm. started setting up social media platforms. And they brought the full force of the government on this guy. Mm -hmm. So you're going to meet him. Uh, I'm going to do the interview after the top of the hour break. All right. Mm -hmm. um, but, but right now I want you to consider, and we're going to come back to this, okay? And after that interview, by the way, uh, we are going to do straight up news perusal. There's just so much stuff out there. It is so crazy what yeah. is going on right now. Yeah, it is. Um, uh, I, I hope I'm able to play the Scott Ritter interview. Well, by the way, what, what are my... I'm going to start sharing this. I've got my go-to favorite hosts and shows. And there's mm -hmm. two of them that I go to, and I want to share mm -hmm. it with everybody. Um, I think there's like three that you really go to. Two. Well, Patrick Bet. Uh, Bet David, yeah. David, you go to him quite a bit. We, we enjoy his platform. Yep, love him. And um, uh, Sean Ryan. Sean Ryan. I just, Sean Ryan is, I mean, that's the best. It's really entertaining. For me, it's the best podcast. Uh, I, it's uh, very entertaining, very uh, um, educational, and he dares go off into the weeds of things that I love to hear people talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's the only one out there because YouTube is full. Like the remote of, viewing one that we've been watching over the last couple oh of days. Oh, my goodness, yes. Awesome. Oh, my gosh. I love and, that. And the other one is called Redacted. Yes. I love Redacted. Mm -hmm. um, now, You've been watching that a lot lately, too. Yeah. You know what? Every morning, actually, I got mm -hmm. Redacted in my ears as I'm out and about navigating around all the SWAT team people that are taking uh, <laughs> anyways. Uh, that's a different story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm going to uh, hopefully share Scott Ritter. We're going to do news perusal today mm -hmm. um, and cover with commentary. You're going to hear from Rashida Tlaib and what she was saying. It was so disgusting. This, this terrorist that's allowed to go. And they say she's elected. Okay, you know, let's combine what we felt on January 6th as well, to the rigging of elections. All right, mm -hmm. number one. Mm -hmm. And you tell me whether any one of these freaking terrorists, like the female mutilation lover, um, mm -hmm. the I married my brother. Ilhan uh, Omar. Ilhan Omar mm -hmm. was not elected because our election system oh. is unreliable. Listen, they're strategically placed. And mm -hmm. how, you said, how did they get elected? And they... Or people are telling they well, they were elected. They didn't. Well, here's how, because they rigged, here's how they rigged it. Obama opened the, opened the, opened the border and brought all of these people in. And where did they go? Strategically to these areas where Ilan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, and all of these other um, Islam lovers are, you know, are now strategically placed. And they are getting into office because these people... Who these refugees are now allowed to vote and these michigan minneapolis minnesota really really bad up in northern ohio you know we have a lot of of uh, <clears throat> muslims up there 
So yeah, the more and more of these people will get voted into office and it's strategically done. How do we know that? Right? The guy in Pennsylvania. What's his name, Pete? His name is Fatula Gulan. Mm-hmm. He laid it out. It yeah. is a strategy. And he is behind a lot of it and his money. Strategically being done. All right, you guys stay right there. We're gonna take a break. We come back, a good interview, and then we're going right into news perusal. And we're going to get set up for a great interview with Trevor Loudon. Um, Trevor Loudon is going to be coming on. Um, You'll hear about that uh, right after this. So you guys stay right there. Stay right there. All right. Do not go away. Hi, I'm Ron Paul. I know what you're thinking, another gold commercial. But don't put the TV on mute. You owe it to yourself to listen. Stock markets may be high right now, but they'll eventually fall. And when they do, your retirement savings will fall along with them. Call the experts at Gold Co. today to learn more about how easy it is to invest in gold with a gold IRA. Call 855-614-1681 or visit goldco.com forward slash Pete. Are you prepared for life's unexpected twists and turns? Lockdowns, natural disasters, power outages, or any situation that makes it tough to get your hands on a good meal. Time waits for no one, and neither do emergencies. PetePrepStore.com is the ultimate in long-term emergency food preparedness and supplies. You're not just buying food, you're buying peace of mind. Our meals are designed to be nutritious, delicious, and have a 25-year shelf life. Yes, you heard that right. 25 years. We source high-quality non-GMO ingredients and use advanced freeze-drying technology to lock in taste and nutrients. Forget last-minute runs to the grocery store. Pete Prep Store is a click away and delivers right to your doorstep. Why risk the well-being of you and your loved ones? With Pete Prep Store, you're always prepared. Make the smart choice today. Visit PetePrepStore.com and place your order today. This isn't just food. It's your lifeline in times of crisis. Don't wait for an emergency to prepare. Be proactive. PetePrepStore.com. Be prepared. Be secure. Be ready. Always. Cardio Miracle is the finest and most comprehensive nitric oxide and vitamin D supplement in the world. Made from the highest quality ingredients, Cardio Miracle is driven and backed by science and committed to your health and well-being. Get your 60-day, no-risk, money-back guarantee now at CardioMiracle.com. Introducing the Portal Universe only on QUX. This is America's first super app. Easily build your portal, share and monetize video content, live stream, products, music apps, and more. Engage in live chats and private video messaging. This isn't just a TV box or streaming device. This is your social television console. Become a merchant without any setup or monthly fees. Buy and sell using QDUX tokens for private and secure encrypted transactions. You control the ads you watch. 
You control the content you see. You have easy access to products and services you want, all at the press of a button. QUX brings people together, enhances fellowship, community, and networking capabilities, while protecting privacy like never before. Don't wait. Go to QUX.TV right now and order your QUX TV box today using promo code PETE. Be part of a new digital frontier. My towels solve the problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wind dry you. That's why I made my towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com Banks are supposed to be the safest placeholders for cash in the world. But in 2022, that changed. The Federal Reserve pulled out $2.5 trillion of liquidity out of the banks. And the Fed also changed the requirements so banks don't need to keep any funds on hand. This means banks are starved for liquidity and have now become very dangerous places to hold your assets. Get out of the system with the world's safest and most private assets, silver and gold. Call Kirk Elliott, Ph.D. at 720-605-3900. Be sure to tell him Pete Santilli sent you. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, before my next guest came on, we had uh, a little bit of interaction. It was really important interaction uh, that I want to fold right into our conversation here for our viewing audience because uh, the topic of, of conversation has to do with, you know, weaponization of government and the full power of the government when it comes even pointed towards you, uh, whether or not you're innocent or, or guilty. Um, just to protect yourself, uh, the burden is upon you. Uh, you know, when Congress starts coming at you, uh, as they have for so many people, I think we're upwards of, uh, the, the January 6th Patriots, that is, we're upwards of 1,600 uh, defendants that the DOJ has pursued. And that's just related to January 6th. Imagine, ladies and gentlemen, the state of affairs in this country uh, where, where you have every institution at your disposal to pursue your political opponents, including the president. Um, Jason Shepard founded a social media company 
Uh, he's an op- entrepreneur, uh, free speech advocate. He launched numerous social media platforms uh, to provide alternatives to combat what we know is at a technocracy uh, that is colluding. Um, well, uh, let, let's go so far, sir, as I introduce you to the Pete Santilli Show viewership. Would you agree with me, Jason, uh, that that the the capital of power, I think, has shifted over to Silicon Valley, hasn't it? Welcome to the Pete Santilli Show, sir. But they're very powerful. The technocracy is powerful, too, isn't it? And thank you so much for having me, Pete. Uh, truly, it, it's it's great to be here. Oh, th- th- thank you for being with me. Sorry about that. Uh, we hit the hit the switch here, but all right. So, so Jason, what, when did you just decide to, you know, I know a little bit about the answer to the question because I was one of the first people that got censored, believe it or not, back in. Oh, shoot. Back in 2014, I was speaking to, um, at, during Bundy Ranch in 2014, 9 million people a day. And that's the one thing that they can't have. The establishment can't have you speaking freely to 9 million people. Um, and since 2014, they put controls in place. Um, uh, leading into my protest uh, coverage in 2016, uh, of the Oregon uh, National Wildlife Refuge, that that whole thing, uh, millions of people um, were, were were spoken to, and I was speaking very honestly to them. They can't have that. They shut me down, took down my YouTube channel, Facebook, threw me in handcuffs, so on and so forth. So I know the answer from the perspective of you know a conservative talk show host uh, getting shut down. And it's been a long time in the making, but what made you decide to set up a social media platform? Well, to be quite honest with you, uh, a little minute rundown here. Uh, I worked in healthcare IT, and in September of 2019, which is a very important uh, time frame here, obviously, uh, when it comes to September, but um, I was working in healthcare IT, so um, I was one of the individuals that had a team of doctors that we looked out for, and uh, pretty much the second largest health insurance company as well as uh, you know healthcare provider in Pennsylvania, tri-state area. And we were tasked with some uh, testing protocols. I think you know where I'm going with this. And uh, also protocols to report certain things to the government. We didn't find out until probably December of 2020 that what this actually test was for. Although, you know, obviously at least my company had three months warning. So essentially what happened though, is we set up 130,000 tests for two, um, 2,300 doctors in our region. Cause if you recall when COVID was being first tested for, you can only get such a primary care physician's office. So what happened was these individuals were only testing for any type of coronavirus, which at that point in time, I think there were 60 plus known and, uh, the predominance, I'd say 90% of these at least were coming back positive. And then we're reporting these things to, you know, the local county health departments. I wasn't okay with that. Uh, in any way, shape, or form, because obviously we were fear-mongering, we were adding to whatever you saw the live death tracker on TV, which was absolutely insanity. It's like, do you have a, a heart monitor, you know, wired into uh, a control room for a news station? But um, <clears throat> so essentially what happened was, uh, Pete, I started a, a website called worldmustknow.com, and uh, we shared our stories. We had individuals write into us and 
email us and, uh, you know, tell us what was going on with, you know, their COVID activities and mostly in the medical community. But then it really took off to about 30,000, um, you know, individual visits a day, organic visits a day. And then they asked for more. They wanted to contribute. They wanted to comment. And they asked us to build something more than, you know, just a world must know website where we were just sharing articles and our own, you know, personal experience with this. So that is how Wimkin was born, but it really wasn't in my head to do it until, you know, Twitter and Facebook shut down, you know, the president of the United States. I mean, if you can shut down the president of the United States, that is absolutely bonkers to me. I mean, if they could do it to him, they could do it to anybody in the world. And we're seeing that on a daily basis, obviously. You were certainly a victim of that far before any of this was going on. And, uh, you know, that's really the reason why Wimkin was born. Okay, and, and you've also set up um, multiple platforms. What is it, Realster? Uh, you've done um, a couple of other ones. Uh, Realster is the TikTok alternative, right? Yeah, Realster is a TikTok alternative where, you know, it, it, there's actually age groups and parental controls, so yeah. you don't have, you know, the TikTok challenges and little Johnny going out there playing in traffic and mm -hmm. things of that nature. So um, we have that. We have another one called truthlink.com. Yeah, that is a pretty much the name says it all. Yeah. But um, you know, it's a it's a counteraction to pretty much YouTube. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Anything you can really do on YouTube, you could do there. But we don't censor. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask you some weird questions just because I know uh, about just how powerful they are. If they want to shit, look at what they did the parlor. I mean, they oh, yeah. flooded they flooded parlor. Uh, by the way, I know from the other side through my legal cases that the online hateful trolls those are fbi i had a thousand i had a thousand of them assigned to me they were called online covert investigators mm -hmm. and they're the ones that will they'll do a takedown they'll go on there and pretend like they're nazis and and that's what they did to parlor um now parlor was vulnerable because of where their servers were housed so how yeah. were you able to with all these platforms like get around because, yeah, I mean, they can shut your fiber pipe down, too, if they want, if you're really that much of a threat to them. So how did you build these platforms and evade them? Well, so based upon Parler's aspect, um, John Max, who founded Parler, was an AWS executive. So he first and foremost should have known that. Parler, to me, is an absolute honeypot because on J6, and I'm sure you've seen this before, and if your viewers want to actually do any diligence to actually look what about what I'm about to say, if you just internet search 80 TB for terabyte in Parler, you will see that it was so easy to steal their metadata from any posts that were around the Capitol and anybody who was posting that day, they have your coordinates, your GPS coordinates that were provided to the FBI and USDOJ. So Parler is a whole different story. It really does seem like a honeypot. It was 100% set up from the beginning. But how we got around that was, <laughs> Wimkin does not even verify your email address when you set up. We have an encrypted messenger system that, unless we're subpoenaed probably through 10 different rounds, we're not going to be, be able to go into. I mean, that's just how we're found. We saw this coming down the line, obviously, with uh, many different reasons of such. But, um, you know, we've built ourselves on the fact we had one server company cancel us. We had a DNS registrar cancel us. We knew then, and especially now with the Restrict Act and things coming out, which seems like it's great, and it's coined as the TikTok bill, but it's also like Patriot Act 2.0. But so we're ready for all these things and we build ourselves upon being ready to where what they asked for, and I know you are privy to the letter that I, I did send Ashley earlier, 
where, you know, Benny Thompson is asking us for literally every single piece of information on every user on the platform. We weren't able to cooperate with them because we're just not built that way. You know, we, again, encrypted messenger system, we never took credit cards. Uh, we did not have phone number signups for this reason. And we also do not verify email addresses, so we can't even say your email address is real. So that's really how we got around things. We also have a plan B, plan C, plan D, which I'm not really going to get into on here. But just in case the government does come in and try to shut us down, we have other areas, brick and mortar, that we can actually utilize within probably a matter of two hours. And that's the only downtime we would actually experience. We need to go on, offensive, on the offensive against them. Uh, I appreciate you saying you've got multiple plans of defense, but isn't that terrible that you have to do that because these little pesky slobs, okay, are dropping, you know, drone bombs, you know. Now Israeli tanks have to drive around with, you know, fencing over that. This is crazy. Um, it's a shame that we have to do that. Um, uh, you give them power, and what do they do with it? They abuse it. So at the center of this conversation right now and your efforts to set up these platforms is so that people could speak and gather freely, which is supposed to be protected in our U.S. Constitution, isn't it? It is. The First Amendment is what this country was founded upon. And um, I don't know when the last time that was actually legitimately observed. I mean, it seems like the government is rewriting the Constitution every single day. And that is very sad, and it's something that won't fly with me. I mean, Wimkin was founded specifically to give users free speech. And free speech is the right of every single individual in this country, of course, by the Constitution and by God. I mean, legitimately, you're allowed to have free thought. You are certainly allowed to have your own opinions on things. I don't care if you go out there and say that Joe Biden killed 46 people in his Israel trip. Okay, great. You can speak like that on my platform. It's just you might be looked at as a nutcase. But that's for our other users to actually figure out. It's not for something that, like Thierry Breton trying with the Digital Services Act to say, we're going to fine you if you don't take this down. I don't believe in anything like that. I believe that people, again, are their own human beings. And, you know, their right from God is freedom of speech and freedom of thought and also to formulate their own opinions. Okay, so um, so right now, where does your uh, you have this letter from, and it's a powerful letter. And we talked before we came on. What I was mentioning to our viewers, um, it's very significant when you get a request from Congress. Uh, if you're subpoenaed from Congress, that in itself, you can pretty much just say it's going to cost you a couple hundred grand just to have to deal with them, because you can't just go pro se and tell them to kiss off can't do that. You have to respond appropriately. And, you know, you don't want to be reckless either. Uh, you want to protect and preserve, as you were stating, you took a stance constitutionally. To navigate around that, you have to you have to know constitutional law when, when you deal with Congress. So what is the status of this request by the, the known documented communist, Benny Thompson? Well, <clears throat> to be quite honest with you, and I'm going to knock on my head because I grew up in Pittsburgh and, you know, I have a, mm. a Russian-Polish family, so that's what used to be the, the good luck um, indicator if you didn't have any wood around you. Mm. But um, so essentially the status of this was we provided everything that we just basically said here. We're not built to provide things like this. This is actually how we coin ourselves. We're a free speech platform. We have 100% data privacy. So what you are asking for is it's, it's not possible to give you. Then they came back and asked for algorithms and 
you know, things that they thought that we could actually provide them, and we said no. They even came down and asked us to define what we thought misinformation and disinformation was, and also malinformation. And we said no. If you want to get specific with your subpoena, bring it. I mean, legitimately at that point in time, if you have something on a specific user, we will deal with that in a, a according manner, a manner, so to speak. But um, there was nothing that we could possibly provide these people, and that's what we told them. You know, and again, knock on wood, we have not heard back from them since February of 22. So, um, but, but Pete, I mean, realistically, when we launched this in August of 2020, by the time January came around, we were number one in both app stores in terms of downloads and app popularity at that point in time, and what they used to have a trending app. And that category went very, it went gone very quickly because you saw all the free speech apps, which were in the top five. Wimkin spent probably pretty much its entire existence when we were on the app stores in that top five, top 10, and also probably three to four weeks of number one. And that's really why I think we got on their radar is because Wimkin is set up like a TikTok meets a Facebook, meets a Twitter, meets a YouTube. We have all of those features in one app. And we also have video chats. And we have you know, um, basically our own Zoom or Skype that's built right into our app. And they saw us as a major threat because there's so many avenues to disseminate information on our platform. And man, uh, it didn't just start with the J6 Select Committee, trust me. It started with January 6th obviously happened. We were blamed for that. We were banned three days after Parler was. Then we had hit pieces by every single body of mainstream media you could possibly think other than conservative you know, leaning media. We got shut down by PayPal. I personally got shut down by Capital One and a bank of mine. Uh, there was so much that was set in motion in a systematic approach to just kill our platform. We are still here, though, and we are still fighting based on the fact that our users are fantastic. They stood up. They went on their own social media, and they screenshotted 50,000 different things. I'm not even being facetious here. They, they screenshotted 50,000 different exhibits to state, this is real time on my Facebook and on my Twitter under Jack Dorsey, of course, at that point in time. And it was way more violent and way more sadistic than anything that was even on our Wimkin platform. We were banned from the app stores for a total of nine memes, five by Google Play and four by Apple. And that is seriously how they tried to shut us down from that beginning, and they tried to cripple us financially. And you know what? It almost worked. It really did. If we didn't have our users stand up and email Apple, email Google Developer, and say we're dropping all of our we're dropping our Apple phones. We're never going to buy anything from you again if you don't let this app back in the App Store. Wow. How many subscribers did you have at the point um, that that happened? Um, at that point in time, we had probably about 1.9 million. Um, oh, wow. We, okay. we only had about we probably only had about 700,000 during the App Store issues. Um, mm. You know, we were only five months of open. Mm. And, uh, you know, legitimately, it's, it's very hard to get the social media to start up first and foremost. Infrastructure-wise, scaling it, it's absolutely very hard to do. Then just gauging interest and obviously getting people to stay with you. But uh, that definitely grew over time, and now we're up right around 9 million. So um, we have been back in the app stores. We fought them for eight months, and we ended up winning our battle. But like you said, it, it's not an easy fight. And um, But our, our reputation, which is why I love to be on your show today, because yours is the same. We stand up, we fight, we will not lay down, and we do believe in this Constitution, and we will enforce it, you know, as much as we possibly can. Now, I'm not going to disclose your name. I'm going to do something here. I'm going to call an audible, all right? Okay. You ready? Don't say anything, just listen. You ready?
You have reached a non-working number at the U.S. House of Representatives. Please check your number and oh, dial again. Bummer. If you need assistance, please call the Capitol operator. Well, that went over like a Scud missile. I was calling the telephone number, Benny Thompson's office, and I was going to give him a piece of my mind about this disgusting letter pursuant to the purposes and functions set forth in House Resolution 503 what? of the Select Committee requests that you produce the documents Why? described in the attached schedule. Yeah, your request Sorry. is denied, okay? Your request is denied. I wasn't going to mention your name, but I was going to say, you know, how do you like us now? Come get us, bitches. <laughs> right? Well, well, that's news to me because uh, my attorney dealt with all that. I mean, so I was on the Wendy Bell show in her studio at this point in time, and I got a phone call that said U.S. Capitol. And we all get these type of spoof calls, I think, at this point in time. So I'm like, you know what? I step out real quick, and uh, I answer. I come back in, and, you know, Wendy looks at me, and she's like, what happened? Because she said, like, I was, like, white. It's not easy to get a call, and you can verify it's actually someone from that office saying that they're from the House Judiciary Select Committee right. on January 6th, and we need to find you, and we need to find your attorney. And I'm like, okay. All right, so this just happened. And um, luckily, again, knock on wood, I'm, I'm doing that again. You know, nothing really happened because of the way that our platform is structured. And you know how social media works, and it's it's marketing 101. Mm. They want to sell your data to everybody. We didn't set out to do this to make money. We set out to do this to provide people a real safe haven for their voices to happen. Mm. And we still got caught up with it. I mean, obviously, because, again, we were... we were Well, that's, you know, well, well, everything that you've described as to how you've tried to you know, to work around their technocracy, uh, protect your users, um, uh, you know, private data, uh, to not sell the stuff. That's why you're a target, because they, they, they gotta, you're not in their silo. Yeah, you aren't kidding. I mean, right? you know what? I never thought it would be like this to this point. I mean, hmm. I figured we'd get some pushback, but never that. I mean, we were hmm. ready to go on the congressional floor and testify. We just weren't big enough for them at that point in time. And, and mm. maybe luckily so, because I don't know how I would have done that. I mean, I would have done the exact same way I feel right now that, hey, listen, first and foremost, God, Constitution, here we go. How are you able to tell us what we can and cannot have on our platform? We already have a very safe platform. We don't allow nudity, pornography, or any type of post with criminal elements. And I think that's the way social media should be, first and foremost. And also, we're a teen-rated app. So you can't be sh you having these things. It's literally a violation of criminal law mm. to, to post these types of things. So is your we have li we have limited time here. I'm sorry to interrupt your flow. Are you still on the app? Uh, yes, we got back in. I want to say it was roughly July of 2021. So they yeah, booted so you all together. Yeah, they booted us all together. We lost, I think, credit for about four million downloads after that. Oh we my goodness. We lost. I'm sorry, not four million downloads. About a million downloads, and we also lost. I think over 9,000 five-star reviews um, from individuals that were on our platform, that were utilizing our platform. And then when we got the platform from Apple, there's no side-loading in Apple. We were literally just banned. So anybody who had our app on their Apple phone or, you know, um, iPad, we just weren't accessible anymore unless they went to our website. And a lot of people aren't going to go to a website and utilize it. So, they, I mean, they literally, they did everything they possibly could, Pete, to, to shut us down. So, so where are you at right now? What, what's your, you know, I say call to action. Uh, when I introduce somebody, you know, 
special interest story or, you know, uh, this is an interesting story to have. We all have a dog in this fight, and we, I appreciate you taking a stand. It's an important stand, not just for you. Because you know what? You could have thrown your hands in the air and said, this isn't worth it. I'm going to go make pizza, you know, <laughs> right? Love pizza. I do love pizza. I do I love, love pizza, pizza. Love yeah. But, but you <laughs> could choose to go elsewhere, the path to lesser resistance. Um, so what? give us some action items. What do we need to do uh, to help you? Uh, call campaigns, uh, public awareness. What do we do? You know what, guys? The, the best thing you can possibly do is join our platform because there is nothing true or more true than strength in numbers, first and foremost. And, um, you know, legitimately, I think right now we'd be up to maybe 25 to even 50 million people the way we were being downloaded. I mean, we had sometimes 50,000 signups a day. Mm. And... You know, once we got to that popularity in the app store, they cut us right down. They saw what was happening. And, you know, that's really specifically it. If you guys can get in the app store, it's under Wimkin. It's W-I-M as in Mary, K-I-N as in Nancy. What that stands for is world must know now. It's just the FCC said we couldn't use W-M-K-N because obviously call letters. So we added little I's in there. So it's just the sounding out acronym, you know, W-M-K-N for world must know. So Wimkin. In the app stores or Wimkin.com, if you guys can sign up there, I promise you your your content and everything you share there will be in perpetuity, live in perpetuity. You will have the ability to live stream anything you want, as much as you want. You have the ability to upload 50 gigabyte videos, which could be hours long. I mean, Pete, you can upload your entire podcast this week. You can live stream your entire podcast for us. We don't charge a thousand dollars a month like Bumble. You know, we want to actually make this work, and we're doing this not for money, so to speak. I mean, we have some people that would like to make money that are involved with us, but, you know, at the same time, it, we have never needed this more than right now. There, there's no point in history in our lives where anybody in this world have needed somebody like Wimkin and somebody like yourself doing this show where we actually stand up because people aren't standing up for themselves, plain and simple. That's true. And here's the main message as we close out. There's strength in numbers. Um, we can we can defeat these communists like this, this card carrying slob communist Benny Thompson. He is. Uh, he's got a very unsuspecting approach to installing his communism uh, and hijacking the you know the halls of Congress. A lot of these uh, uh, Congress people are, are flat out card carrying communists, and they've they've infiltrated us. And it's it's time to you know figuratively speaking, of course. Because uh, we're not going to do this violently. There's no way we can do it violently. That's a freebie to them. We got to smoke them out of their tunnels. You know, yes. these, these, they've deeply infiltrated. And like the Viet Cong, we got to be like a bunch of tunnel rats clearing these tunnels and, and, and finishing them off forever. And as they say, sunlight is the best disinfectant. Bring them out of the darkness into the light. I appreciate your efforts. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I haven't, you know, please forgive me. I didn't know about the site, uh, but that, that's no indication of whether or not it's it's popular. Um, right. I'll, I'll certainly uh, check it out, and we'll provide the, the links down before. It's it's hard to get uh, also the the attention of those people. Shoot, when I left Facebook, it was like pulling teeth to tell people, you know, you got to leave Facebook. We're not going to win this thing if yes. you stay there, you know. Uh, and, and I bailed. I, I haven't touched Facebook for years. And I said, I'm taking a stand. Good luck to you guys. You're embracing Thanks. your captor, you know? No, 
I, I, Pete, I appreciate it. And your audience is exactly who we want to target because we are patriots, you're patriots, they're patriots. And mm -hmm. uh, if there's not much of a learning curve from Facebook, I can tell you that much. We're almost designed the same. So, yeah. And uh, if you're interested in finding one of those alternatives, hey, Ms. Guard Dog, please stop <laughs> here. You're disrupting the conversation here. Hold on a second. Sorry about that. Got a security issue. We'll cut. We'll cut this part out. Take take a pause. We've. La di da. <laughs> Wimkin. Okay. Um. You know. Uh. I, there's so many platforms out there. It's unbelievable. Um, another one. But I wanted to feature this guy because he could have walked away, and he didn't. And I really appreciate uh, the fight that this guy is in. Um, it's to be applauded. Absolutely to be to be applauded. And um, uh, Deb Jordan, we're gonna mm -hmm. um, we're gonna take a uh, a short break again. Uh, and before we do go to that break, I want to remind uh, everybody of our promotion, right? It is a promotion. Sorry. It is a promotion. Uh, it's actually much more of a, a way to keep us afloat. And if we get your support, we stay afloat. If we don't, we go away. So it's up to you, you know. Um, why do I stay in this? You know what somebody said to me? What? You know, I said, all right, everybody, if we had a million people with a $1 bill and everybody threw a million dollars down, how much is that worth? So I said, okay, if everyone, if, okay, so yesterday, what do we have, like 70-something thousand people, you mm -hmm. know, come to just rumble alone. Um, can you imagine if everyone threw a dollar at us? How many problems would go away instantly and people are refusing to do it um they tune into the show um but they have the ability to just hide and not be accountable let somebody else do things for them and you know what that person said what? it's a great concept but it ain't working <laughs> <laughs> but it ain't working and yeah. you know what my bank account is living proof of that um, but imagine how that could be changed instantly, instantly. If everybody listened to me, you come along, we are so powerful and I'm the one guy that you want to have as a freaking hood ornament as we drive this thing right into their balls. Okay. You want like, take me as your shoulder fired missile. Do it. I won't let you down. Um, I've I lay my life on the line. I have have before. I'm not backing off. Had people with guns come to me yesterday. You know that was kind of frightening. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then we well, joked. We joked about it, but at the same time, it was very, very serious. Very serious. Yeah. Um, guess what, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna kick the crap. 
out of Barack Obama and all of his, and I say Obama, he's the front face of this CIA thing that's going down. I promise you I will do everything. You're going to at least tune in to see me freaking get in their face without any fear whatsoever. You guys stay right there, okay? We'll be right back right after this. Reclaim your right to privacy with Alias ID. Learn more at aliasid.com and try these powerful and proven tools that deliver dependable results backed by our $1 million privacy protection guarantee against data breach. It's all yours, risk-free for 45 days. You have nothing to lose but a lifetime of privacy and freedom to regain until Big Brother and Big Tech changes for the better and forever. I'm excited to announce that you've all made MyPillow 2.0 a huge success. And with your amazing support, we've been able to expand MyPillow's USA manufacturing and jobs. And to make room for this, we're clearing out a line of our percale bed sheets. And to thank you, I'm bringing them to you at closeout prices. Use your promo code and you get my king size for only $39 a set. Queens, $35, Fulls, $29, and twin size, just $25. I'm interrupted this commercial to let you know that we've received the last two shipments of these percale bed sheets and because of this i've been able to add more colors sizes and even prints and they're still at closeout prices so go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen now use your promo code and you'll get my king size only 39 dollars a set queens 35 dollars full 29 dollars and twin size just 25 dollars order now once they're gone they're gone for good Introducing the Portal Universe only on QUX. This is America's first super app. Easily build your portal, share and monetize video content, live stream, products, music apps, and more. Engage in live chats and private video messaging. This isn't just a TV box or streaming device. This is your social television console. Become a merchant without any setup or monthly fees. Buy and sell using QDUX tokens for private and secure encrypted transactions. You control the ads you watch. You control the content you see. You have easy access to products and services you want, all at the press of a button. QUX brings people together, enhances fellowship, community, and networking capabilities, while protecting privacy like never before. Don't wait. Go to QUX.TV right now and order your QUX TV box today using promo code PETE. Be part of a new digital frontier. Cardio Miracle is the finest and most comprehensive nitric oxide and vitamin D supplement in the world. Made from the highest quality ingredients, Cardio Miracle is driven and backed by science and committed to your health and well-being. Get your 60-day, no-risk, money-back guarantee now at CardioMiracle.com.
Hi, I'm Ron Paul. I know what you're thinking, another gold commercial. But don't put the TV on mute. You owe it to yourself to listen. Stock markets may be high right now, but they'll eventually fall. And when they do, your retirement savings will fall along with them. Call the experts at Gold Co. today to learn more about how easy it is to invest in gold with a gold IRA. Call 855-614-1681 or visit goldco.com forward slash Pete. So I'm asking everyone to join this experiment. I'm asking you to dream big again. Dream bold, big and bold. Dream big and bold and daring. President Trump has ordered the Pentagon to pull all U.S. troops out of Syria. We can make our community safer, our family stronger, our culture richer, our faith deeper and our middle class bigger and more prosperous than ever before. Alarmed by the new calls to adopt socialism in our country. America was founded on liberty and independence and not government coercion, domination and control. We are born free and we will stay free. America will never be a socialist country, but we must uh-huh. yep. resistance and retribution and embrace. Oh, my God. I'm fiddling and fiddling. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, so. Uh, we're going to news peruse. What does that mean? We're going to go through the headlines. It's so stupid, the amount of information flow, um, that I have to do this. I, I, I wish I could do it more, okay? Um, I don't know what what these people are doing over here. I'm not even going to complain about that website. Okay. Um, but that website is annoying. This one right here. Check this out. Um, so this was the footage that came out. Here's, here's the bottom line. This Israeli surveillance drone footage. It's a fully intact and undamaged hospital in Gaza. Right? Mm -hmm. But what was the messaging that went out there immediately. Oh, the hospital, the dead children. And there there were literally um, people crying about the videos that they saw. That Where these videos come from of these children told not to cry? I mean, and the, the hospital wasn't even hit. Where the videos come from? Mm -hmm. Who's putting those out there? John Brennan and his gooftards. That's where they're coming from. Well, it's video of of past events, probably. And that's what I mean. We don't even John know. Brennan. We mm -hmm. don't even know from what country some of these videos are coming from. 
I noticed that right from the very beginning of all of this, right? People were putting out a lot of stuff, Pete, that within, I don't know, an hour uh, were being debunked and saying, oh my gosh, this is footage from 19, you know, 21. It's from two years ago and it's from someplace obscure, like Bangladesh or something. I mean, it's just crazy. The, the amount of stuff that was coming out, I was trying to be very careful. That is a... I got, C I got stung a couple of times. Yeah, mm. That's mm -hmm. a CIA technique. Mm -hmm. Because these are Marxists. They got to get everybody whipped up. So they create what they call a social media... Look at... Why does my back do that? Back of go. my jacket. is mm -hmm. always standing up. Yeah. I don't get it. Because you have like super broad shoulders. Super broad. Mm -hmm. You're a super broad. I am? Yeah. Wow. Thank you. That's what we call her. All right. Here's one of my favorite uh, one of my favorite channels right here. Redacted. You know what I want to do? I want to bring them on. I want to I want to invite them on and interview them. How many people have interviewed them? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like yeah. their I like they do, their format. They do, a, they do a great job. Mm -hmm. Um and uh what, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to let you listen to Scott Ritter, okay? And I want everybody to accept because all of this stuff is to get us to World War III, ultimately. Do you mm -hmm. agree? Do you agree? I do agree. All right. Now. Or I at love, least or love, at least focused on that I, and talking I love their, about their little music ditty, okay? Um, love it. Now watch. I'm going to get to their open here. Let me go to Scott Ritter because they come right out of the gates here. And Scott Ritter has some really important stuff to say about what's going on in the world. And this is a guy that should know. Okay. Let's go to their open. Before we do the show every day live at 4 p.m. Eastern time, we try to cover the stories the mainstream media doesn't uh, or totally. I want to give them, um, put them on blast, navigate through love the them. They're my go-to. In the clown world. Uh, that the Western media puts out there. So thank you guys so much for subscribing. If you do subscribe, your name will pop. She reminds me of like a ladybug. Does she? she like <laughs> That's right. You can also subscribe for free to uh -huh. our newsletter. It comes out every day that this show comes out. You got a nice little Thursday. family in her day. Sort of he, he, quit, so the he quit Fox News, by the way. Yes. Yeah. He did. So he does a good job. But wide awake. Wide awake they are. This letter comes out in the morning, about 9 a.m. Eastern time. And Scott time. Ritter's going to be coming up here in a couple seconds. And you can have this show in the afternoon, so you can bookend, shove down our throat. What is the hook we're supposed to believe? There we go. Well, we in the security of the Russian state, military security for Russia. Uh, a congressional report out this morning warning that a war with Russia and China is on the horizon, and the U.S. should be prepared. Of course, we covered last night U.S. Foreign Affairs Committee, Mike McCall, Committee Chairman Mike McCall, authorizing President Biden to use force in a war against Iran. The Biden regime has also discussed using military force if Lebanon-based Hezbollah attacks Israel with rockets. All of these things unfolding in a World War III watch right now. We figured we'd bring in former U.N. weapons inspector, former U.S. Marine Scott Ritter, whose analysis on geopolitics and everything going on with these uh, strategic war rhetoric right now is so important. Scott, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. So I guess maybe we start with just a few minutes ago, Xi Jinping throwing 
security support behind Russia? And what does this mean with this new congressional report warning that Russia and China, a war with both of those countries simultaneously is on the horizon? <laughs> well, first of all, let's talk about what Xi Jinping has done. Um, you know, China and Russia, of course, have a relationship that's, uh, that's uh, superior to any uh, treaty relationship. Uh, it's a relationship without any boundaries. This is what they've been saying. But there's been some boundaries. I mean, China has been a little bit reticent about uh, Russia's uh, military incursion into Ukraine. It uh, violates China's Westphalian principles of sovereignty and things of that nature. Um, but I think China has been compelled to reassess its uh, posture uh, not by Russia's actions, but by the collective West's actions, that China now recognizes that this struggle between Russia and Ukraine isn't about Russia against Ukraine. It's about Russia against the collective West, against NATO, against the United States. And then China has to evaluate the uh, rhetoric and the actions that have been coming out of the United States, its European allies, uh, its Asian allies, in regard to China. Uh, the strangulation of China that they're trying to do economically and geopolitically. And China, I think, has realized that um, the best way to protect China is to align China militarily, secure from a security standpoint, with the other nation that is lined up against the same enemy set that China's facing, and that's Russia. And this is a huge deal because it's not that China's military is going to be coming over the borders. I mean, I think you'll see some uh, uh, Chinese assistance from a uh, from a material standpoint. You'll see some of this. You'll see closer cooperation between Russia and China. But it won't be a one-way street. Russia has some technology it can offer China that will be uh, devastating to America if China ever incorporates it. Um, but more, more importantly, it's about the... The fact that Russia is no longer alone, uh, that China now has says we support what you're doing. We're on your side. We're on Team Putin uh, when it comes to Ukraine, when it comes to the world, the global position. This is bad news for uh, those in the United States who are trying to resurrect Cold War fantasies of being able to uh, wage and win two wars simultaneously. You know, back when I was in the Marine Corps, we actually had a, a posture of, of fighting two and a half wars, the, the way the United States was configured militarily. <clears throat> we could fight a war in Europe using NATO and defeat the Soviet Union. At the same time, we could fight our major war in the Pacific, probably North Korea, and defeat the North Korean Chinese threat and still have sufficient force to engage in a smaller war, say in the Middle East, where we would fight a holding action until we won one of the two major wars and diverted the resources in to win the half war. And we had the forces to do that. We trained to do it. We were ready to do it. And uh, thank God we never had to do it, but I think we could have done it. Um, today, we, you know, we went from two and a half to two wars. Uh -huh. Today, we're down to literally one war, and we can't even do one more. Let's be honest. If we went to war right now in Europe against Russia, we don't have sufficient military force to prevail. We can fight a war. We can't win a war. If we went to war against China, uh, we could fight a war, but we can't win it. And that's even if we bring the totality of our conventional strength into play. And now we're talking about doing it against both Russia and China. The costs are going to be 
associated with this are phenomenal. First of all, it's going to require a massive expansion of our conventional military power. The United States Army just had a shortfall in recruiting. They're, they are literally tens of oh, thousands this is ridiculous. of pe personnel short of what their authorized manning strength is, which means Seriously, instead I of mean, expanding the U.S. Army, they have to shrink it. They don't have enough men or women to fill the ranks. And so certain units, certain capabilities are being taken down to zero because you don't have manpower to, to do this. And now Congress is talking about beefing up with what? Are you going to go to a draft? Have you run that by the American people? Is it really smart for the United States to talk about fighting a tour? Do we know what that means? It means that America has to leave our continental fortress, go across the ocean to fight a war over there in their backyard, in their backyard. That means we're taking Russia on, you know, in a confrontation in Europe where Russia's logistics are literally right there next to them. They're supplying themselves from interior lines of communication. We will have to extend ourselves. We don't have sufficient logistical buildup in Europe anymore. That would cost billions to do that. That means we have to sustain from the United States with lengthy supply lines. It's literally suicidal. So this is insane. Biden's talking about, they're talking about potential conflict with Iran. We can't fight Iran. We don't have the forces to do that. You know, we fought the Gulf War in 1991 by having friendly ports and airfields that we could bring our ships into and offload in an uncontested fashion and land and offload troops. How are we going to do that in a war with Iran? They're going to blow up every port, blow yeah. up every airfield. Yeah. It means now we have to do a forcible entry. We are so weak. We listen to this. Abbas. We don't have the force structure to do that. Iran has missiles that will sink our ships before we get there. They're parking two aircraft carrier battle groups off the coast of Lebanon with a 2,000-man uh, you know, uh, amphibious ready group to fight Hezbollah. Hezbollah's 100,000 men, highly trained, dug in to the hills of southern Lebanon who've been preparing for this fight. We have gone insane. Let me just make it very clear. America can't fight and win a war anywhere in the world right now against any power that has any military capability. We're that weak. We are literally that weak. We can't even stop people coming across our own southern border to the tune of 10 to 15,000 people per day. So we can really extend ourselves going all the way to China or Iran and turning, of course, former allies, I suppose, in Saudi Arabia against us as well. Uh, the Biden administration getting the cold shoulder from Saudi Arabia. Uh, but the Biden administration seems keen on raising another $100 billion for the war in Ukraine and to funnel money into Israel. Over the past uh, 24 hours, Zelensky on the Ukrainian side has said, see, all of these long-range weapons you've sent us have worked. We now took down eight Russian helicopters, so keep sending us money. And the Biden administration seems keen on doing that. Where is this money going to go? What is it going to be used for in Ukraine? Hasn't this been finished now? Aren't we done here? Well, Ukraine's over. First of all, let's let's put the attack on the airfield perspective. Um, Ukraine fired, I believe, a total of uh, seven uh, attackums and uh, uh, the 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 uh, cluster bomb munition variant of the HIMARS. Um, five of them were shot down by the Russians. This is the Russians' first look at this weapon system meaning that the air defense wasn't configured to defeat this weapon system, but they shot down five. The two that hit um, didn't get direct hits. Uh, they damaged two helicopters, 
I mean, no, they destroyed two helicopters. They damaged seven. Those seven will be brought back into working order. So basically, Ukraine launched a surprise attack using their miracle weapon, and they destroyed two helicopters. Russia has now has the radar tracked, has all the technical data they need on this, the guidance system. Um, Ukraine will never get a chance like it had. This was supposed to be a massive blow, a surprise attack that would annihilate a Russian airfield. It was a surprise attack. Russia shot down the vast majority of the missiles. The two that hit did not deliver a knockout blow, and they will never get the surprise opportunity again. That's it for attackers. So we shouldn't be talking about attackers anymore. They used it. It didn't do what it was supposed to do. It's done. What else do we have up our sleeves to give? This is it. I mean, what, F-16s now? But remember, those are old aircraft. Nobody's talking about F-16s anymore. The Attackums was the miracle weapon. It was the one everybody said we had to give Ukraine to level the battle. We gave it to them. They used it. It isn't much. I told everybody that. It's not that good of a weapon system. If used against the Russians, it won't be any good. Now the Russians have built up a threat model. They're going to reconfigure their air defense, tinker it, and it's going to get shot down every time it's fired. Um, Ukraine's got nothing left. Their strategic reserves are empty. They're fighting a, a series of battles on the on the front line right now where the operational tempo is dictated by Russia. Uh, Ukraine, whatever's left in the Ukrainian army is dying. They have nothing to replace it. Russia's taken over the initiative across the line of contact. Um, it's, it's all over but the screaming and the shouting of dead Ukrainians. Uh, and I don't mean to be too callous on it, but this is what it's about. It's about dead Ukrainians. The longer this goes on, the more Ukrainians are going to die and the more territory Ukraine is going to lose. Right now, Russia has initiated offensive operations in the Kupiansk area um, in the northern part of the line of contact. What's important about that? And again, this is something that most Westerners don't get. They don't understand. Russia kept that sector of the battlefield quiet. Why? Because it's on Ukrainian soil. Russia has always said, we're going to give this back to you when this war is done. We don't want to occupy Ukraine, but we have to maintain this so that we protect our defensive positions in Lugansk, south of that. But they didn't go on the offensive there for the longest time. They have now. What does that mean? See, some people don't understand that the, when the Russians make a decision to go on the offensive on Ukrainian soil, it means they're now going to own that soil. They're never giving it back. Kharkov is goodbye. Russia will take Kharkov. And once Russia gobbles up Kharkov, they're going to gobble up everything else. Ukraine just made a fatal mistake, and they don't even know it. I mean, Zelensky, if you're watching, please listen to me. You just lost Kharkov. You just lost Kharkov. If you continue, you will lose Nepetrov. If you continue, you will lose Mikhailov. You will lose Odessa. It's over. Save your country. Stop the fighting. But they don't get it. Nobody in the West gets it either. When I say this to Western analysts, they go, Scott, that's just Russian propaganda. Oh, no, it's real. It's what the Russians do. They're very honest and sincere. Remember, they are the ones that gave Kiev back to Ukraine. You know, we are in trouble. I'm telling you right now. Not, not that Ritter is the do-all, say-all, be-all, end-all, okay? But everything is lining up with exactly what he said, okay? We're in trouble, folks. We're in trouble. We're on our own, too. Okay? So, we got to stick together. Everybody, stay right there. We'll be right back uh, right after this.
The world is about to shift. Banks are going cashless globally with the emergence of central bank digital currency, which will bring with it programmable money and the ability to turn on or off your purchasing power based on your digital social profile. It's like the equivalent of spyware in your bank account. You need to get out of the system with the world's safest and most private assets, silver and gold. Call Kirk Elliott, PhD, 720-605-3900. Be sure to tell him Pete Santilli sent you. You are in danger. They are watching you. Big Brother, Big Tech, and hardened criminals too. Today, everyone is being tracked, then profiled, analyzed, and your information used against you, sold to the highest bidder, or just outright stolen. Even worse, the coming AI state, artificial intelligence, is now watching you like never before. Without privacy, you have no freedom. Every patriot, every American citizen believes we are a government of the people and by the people, not the other way around. So the time to act is now. Reclaim your right to privacy with Alias ID. Learn more at aliasid.com and try these powerful and proven tools that deliver dependable results backed by our $1 million privacy protection guarantee against data breach. It's all yours, risk-free for 45 days. You have nothing to lose but a lifetime of privacy and freedom to regain until Big Brother and Big Tech changes for the better and forever. I'm excited to announce that you've all made MyPillow 2.0 a huge success. And with your amazing support, we've been able to expand MyPillow's USA manufacturing and jobs. And to make room for this, we're clearing out a line of our percale bed sheets. And to thank you, I'm bringing them to you at closeout prices. Use your promo code and you get my king size for only $39 a set. Queens, $35, Fulls, $29, and twin size, just $25. I'm interrupted this commercial to let you know that we've received the last two shipments of these percale bed sheets and because of this i've been able to add more colors sizes and even prints and they're still at closeout prices so go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen now use your promo code and you'll get my king size only 39 dollars a set queens 35 dollars full 29 dollars and twin size just 25 dollars order now once they're gone they're gone for good Introducing the Portal Universe only on QUX. This is America's first super app. Easily build your portal, share and monetize video content, live stream, products, music apps, and more. Engage in live chats and private video messaging. This isn't just a TV box or streaming device. This is your social television console. Become a merchant without any setup or monthly fees. Buy and sell using QDUX tokens for private and secure encrypted transactions. You control the ads you watch. You control the content you see. You have easy access to products and services you want, all at the press of a button. Q 
QUX brings people together, enhances fellowship, community, and networking capabilities, while protecting privacy like never before. Don't wait. Go to QUX.TV right now and order your QUX TV box today using promo code PETE. Be part of a new digital frontier. Cardio Miracle is the finest and most comprehensive nitric oxide and vitamin D supplement in the world. Made from the highest quality ingredients, Cardio Miracle is driven and backed by science and committed to your health and well-being. Get your 60-day, no-risk, money-back guarantee now at CardioMiracle.com. Hi, I'm Ron Paul. I know what you're thinking, another gold commercial. But don't put the TV on mute. You owe it to yourself to listen. Stock markets may be high right now, but they'll eventually fall. And when they do, your retirement savings will fall along with them. Call the experts at Gold Co. today to learn more about how easy it is to invest in gold with a gold IRA. Call 855-614-1681 or visit goldco.com forward slash Pete. going to move on, uh, but the remaining balance of this particular segment uh, is pretty important, uh, this Scott Ritter segment. I'm going to play it uh, just a segment all the way through, okay? You guys stay with me. Stay right there. The Russians had fought Ukrainians to a standstill. They had the operational initiative, but Russia wanted to end the war back in March, April of last year. Russia voluntarily turned over this territory and Russia was gonna turn over all the territory of Ukraine. But the West wouldn't allow Zelensky to pursue peace. Now Zelensky's lost everything and he's gonna lose more. And they don't seem to understand that. So now Ukraine has basically turned into what we all thought it would become, which is basically a, an, an aircraft carrier for NATO. I suppose that's the future of what the rest of Ukraine will look like. Is that what we're going to see in Israel now, that this will be a staging ground for this larger regional Middle East war right now? I mean, if when Biden leaves, of course the rumblings are, nothing's gonna happen, no major offensive is going to happen till President Biden leaves Israel and then all hell is gonna break loose. How do you see this unfolding over the next 24, 48 hours? Look, the Israelis right now are scared to death, scared to death. Um, they mobilized 360,000 reservists. Let's just put this in perspective. The vast majority of these people did their two and a half years military service. The Israeli army is not very good. They have some units that are very capable, some of their special forces units, some of their specialized units. Uh, they have some technical units that are very good, but the mainstay, the, the infantry units, the armor units, they're not very good. Uh, and they, They've become even less good 
by being pulled back from conventional combat duties to policing duties in the West Bank. So most of these reservists spent their time uh, you know, walking the streets in the West Bank, learning how to break the arms of 10-year-old children, how to rough up 15-year-old girls, and how to sh belly shoot 60-year-old men. That's what they did. Brutal occupation. It was horribly demoralizing for the many of these people. They didn't like doing this. And when they left the military, they didn't have a high regard for the military. So now they're back. But this time, they're being called upon to do something that nobody in Israel wants to do. Go into Gaza. Why? Because in 2014, they went into Gaza and Hamas handed it to them. In 2006, they went up against Hezbollah and Hezbollah handed it to them. The Israeli army just isn't that good and they're scared to death because Hamas is waiting for them. This is one giant ambush and the Israeli intelligence is blind. They don't know where they are. They're going to have to go in there and probe. And as they probe, they're going to be blown up, ambushed, slaughtered, and they know this. Um, the other thing that scares them is once they go into Gaza, they're going to be committed to that battle with the bulk of their reserves. And if at that time Hezbollah decides to open up a northern front, Israel's got nothing left. And even if they had something left, they can't beat Hezbollah. They can't beat Hezbollah. They know it. They've exercised it. Last year, chariots of fire. This year, firm hand. Those are the names of two major exercises where Israel tested its ability to fight conflict against the Palestinians and Hamas in the West Bank and Hezbollah up north, and they can't do it. They don't have the resources to do it. Now you throw in Iran, and they're definitely screwed. So America is stepping in saying, hey, um, we're going to flex our muscle in an effort to deter Hezbollah and Iran from striking. It's not working. Two aircraft carrier battle groups and an amphibious ready group with 2,000 Marines does not a war win. Um, and we don't have anything behind that. We got wow. nothing. And so... Yeah. If, if they come, So I think what's going to happen is that Biden is going to try and talk some common sense into Netanyahu and let him know the hard reality that, yeah, we flexed our muscles here, but if Hezbollah comes across the border, we'll bomb them, but we can't stop them. It's up to you, and if you can't stop them, you're screwed. And so you might want to think about coming up with a different solution than the one you're picking right now, a full-faced invasion. I, there's, there's a lot of things going behind to say the Israelis aren't as good as everybody thinks they are. They're very scared. Netanyahu's very weak. He's Remember how weak he was moving into this before right, the right. Hamas invasion? He was getting ready to collapse because of what he was doing with the judiciary and the and the reform, you know, the, the rewriting of basic law. Hundreds of thousands of Israelis were in the streets. It's gotten worse for him because everybody's blaming. He was Mr. Security. I will protect you. I am the man. And look what happened. Nobody trusts him. There's a lot of Israeli talk going on, a lot of hot air coming out of the mouthpieces of Netanyahu's minions. None of it's backed up by reality. And the fact is Israel's extraordinarily weak, extraordinarily exposed, extraordinarily scared, and America doesn't have a solution for them. And I guess is the template to look at what would happen to Israel, just look at Ukraine? Uh, it would be worse than that because what, you know, Ukrainians right now don't have a place to run to. Uh, Millions of uh, Israelis have dual citizenship, and they'll just leave Israel. I mean, that's what—that's the death of Israel. Every every Israeli I've talked to said, "We can't." This happened in 1991 when the Iraqi Scuds came in. One of the big things they were saying is it's not so much the damage, physical damage that the Iraqi Scuds are doing; it's the emotional and psychological damage it's doing to Israelis. If we can't get the European Jews and the American Jews to want to come here and stay here, it's over for the Israeli experiment, and. 
if Hezbollah could come in and threaten northern Israel, if Hamas can continue to threaten, it's over. People will flee. Millions of people will leave and they will never come back. And that's it for Israel. Um, you know, so I, I think right now Israel's in a very difficult situation where the Israeli experiment has been shown to be a failure. And now the question is, you know, how do you get out of this? They're going to have to come up with a solution for Palestine one that's acceptable to the Palestinians. And Israel no longer has a superior position where they get to dictate outcomes. They're actually going to have to negotiate. And this is where the United States could be of great benefit. But we can't because we continually shoot ourselves in the foot by opening our mouths and threatening war with people when we can't beat them. Well said. Well, President Biden, uh, we'll see how long he stays there. Uh, a bunch of meetings, of course, in the Middle East have been canceled in Jordan and Saudi Arabia. So maybe his trip will be a little bit shorter. We'll be watching this very closely over the next 48 hours. Scott Ritter, as always, uh, it's a pleasure having you here on the show. Your analysis is second to none. We really, really appreciate it. And thanks for your thanks for your uh, your great thoughts here. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Wow. Bendable currency that, that companies in America had, they used up during COVID, so there isn't a rainy day fund. And so when rates go up, they're they're in a huge pickle. They they won't. Be. There you go. There you have it as an understatement. So, uh, basically, what he's saying is we we our military is obliterated. Yeah, when he's talking about us in Ukraine and and all of this other, for us to get into another war where we are active. We can't active. fight one. Right. And Before we were prepared to fight two and a half. I'm glad you played the rest of that because there was only mm -hmm. a little bit of it left. Yeah. And it was the most important part. And that is him saying Israel <coughs> is in the me. same situation that we're in. Mm. He, he laid bare, uh, you know, Netanyahu's situation here. And he's absolutely right. How easy we tend to forget that it was just um, you know, in the in the in the close uh, past, where, where people were literally wanting to get rid of Netanyahu. I mean, he is his his leadership is always in turmoil, and so what he's saying is is something that I hadn't even thought about. But I mean, is one hundred percent possible, and that is uh, that. You know, he's, his border is going to get overrun, and there's nothing the United States can do. Uh, or, well, there is, but they won't, uh, because we don't have the military power anymore either. So, we don't. We're, in a situ we're in a bad situation, Israel and the United States of America. I thought that was very telling, and, and I believe his analysis. Do you? I mean, do you? Oh, you yeah, absolutely. Straight on? Scott, Scott Ritter, he's... Mm -hmm. um, He's um, he is a he's a straight shooter. Uh, as a matter of fact, that's why he got in trouble in Iraq mm -hmm. with the weapons of mass destruction hoax. Mm -hmm. um, he basically went against the the Bush bogus he narrative. Did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so here we go. What do we got? All right, we're going to. Mm -mm -mm. Look at that, January 6th shaman. Uh, Jacob Chansley says, January 6th was a deep state psyop, and I can prove it. Wow, by the shaman himself. All right, we'll certainly check that out later. Um, let's see, they're scared to let him talk. Must see. Oh, I heard about this. Let's watch this. 
Um, mm-hmm. Oh, this is awful. It is? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh is right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it won't let me click on Rumble videos over at this particular platform. Hmm? John Kirby. Wow. I, I I can't get are you allowed to click on videos? Is anybody else? Can anyone else click on Gateway Pundit videos? Do you get that? This is so stupid. It's been this way for a couple days now. You think they'd fix it, huh? I can sit here and complain all I want. So, there you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Gateway. Hold on. Oh, jeez. Come on. Mm. Here it is. Kirby looking on. Mm. No audio on this, but. John Kirby looks freaked out as Grandpa Joe faces the media for questions. And Afro Chucky is standing right next to him with her. Her, what is that? What's wrong with her face? Huh? I don't know. Probably sweating her ass off, huh? Maybe. Oh. Look at his eyes. He's like, oh, fuck. What? Sorry about that, folks. Nice. Thanks, Gateway Pundit. Hmm? <laughs> Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. High-ranking Muslims at the Biden White House are considering resigning. Good. Better oh, than being shot. That right? would be amazing. Yeah. Your, my connection was interrupted. Oh, really? Yeah, better, better than being shot in a war, right? Mm-hmm. Go to that. I want to hear it. There's some reporting from Wajahat Ali with the Daily Beast, and this is what he's saying. He's saying sources direct with direct knowledge confirm many. Oh, you know Fox is hurt. They put the dumpster diver up at the front desk now. (laughs) They're saying that the Biden administration isn't listening to them during this crisis. Their communities are frustrated with him, and Islamophobes are targeting him and questioning their loyalties. Uh, As someone at the White House, have you heard anything about these reports? about these high-ranking officials, staffers, considering resigning? That's nothing that we have heard directly at this point, but it's not surprising. The president has come out with a strong stand with Israel. That's something he's not backing down from. That was reaffirmed by this quick nine-hour trip. It will be tonight. So it's certainly not surprising if those reports are true. Yeah, I want to say the department official did resign, as you mentioned. Uh, You know what? She's got one of those looks. 
You know what that is the look of now? There's a signature look that, like Cass, Cassidy Hutchison, she's got a tramp stamp that says the Central Intelligence Agency, right? She's got tattoos on the inside of her thighs that says, you know, give me my book deal, right? Mm-hmm. And she, you, you can just see her testifying against somebody. She's got a book, a tramp stamp, and testimony. Uh, they, they look like that, okay? Right? You can just tell. And they over-enunciate, too. They got expensive business suits and over-enunciate. You know what that means, Deb, right? I do. Look at her. Keep those lips going like that, right? Mm. Suck up to the system. She's working for the CIA. Mm. I'm sure she's dropping stuff and Joe Biden's uh, beverages to just keep them so, going. So uh, Joe Biden uh, announced about an hour ago that he has negotiated a deal with the... Do you he, want to hear it or no? No, I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm just... <laughs> Joe Biden didn't... Joe Biden can't negotiate uh, the boy. zipping up of his zipper at the urinal. I'm saying know? that he says. Yes, okay, that exactly. That's the news coming out. Yes. That on Friday... They are, um, Hamas is going to allow 20 trucks with humanitarian mm. aid to enter Gaza mm. to help with. What a great negotiator. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Hamas and, controls the trucks and they've got guns and ammo in it. And they said that, uh, and then Biden said, we'll see on Friday if, you know, Hamas really cares about the people in this area they're calling Palestine and the Gaza, or if they're going to do what they usually do and steal the trucks and steal all this and steal all the supplies for themselves. So we're going to find out, right? How that's going to play out. Either way, you can bet that it's orchestrated. Whatever happens. Will oh, be I would say orchestrated. A, good, <laughs> a good 20 years of humanitarian aid mm-hmm. has resulted in guns and money showing up uh, in Hamas's front door, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why is Vivek Ramaswamy always on Tucker Carlson now? Um, I don't think that he's, uh, you know, Tucker Carlson has done interviews with everyone uh, or tried to, Trump, the, the top leaders in the Republican race, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Trump and uh, Vivek and Ron DeSantis, uh, but Tucker got huge pushback over his interview with Vivek Ramaswamy. Got you, and and so today, uh, or yesterday, I guess it was that he released his episode thirty-one. He's talking about he's talking about that, and and you know the pushback that he got and about some of the stuff that well, Vivek well guess was what? Saying. Guess who he was talking to? Who? Vivek Ramaswamy. Mm-hmm. He brought him on again. Oh, did he? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, what, what's this? What's he doing? Nobody wants to hear from Vivek. I don't know. You wanna? You wanna hear it? Episode? Uh-huh. Huh? I don't. I, it's up to you whether or not. Well, chance it. That's what well, it's let's about. Let's put it this way. Let's see how far into it I can get. Well, he made uh, some good points. Before I, I, di- I watched the opener. I huh? watched the opener of it, his monologue, and he he made some good points. Right. right. Let's try it. From Swami, president, 
about how the United States should respond to the Hamas attacks in Israel. Of all the candidates in the race, Ramaswamy seemed the most interested in thinking through the long-term effects of what's happening in the Middle East on the United States. And that struck us as a very good thing. We're Americans. We've got families here. We care what happens to our country. Why wouldn't we care? And yet in Washington, Ramaswamy's question qualified as a scandal. Mm-hmm. The usual chorus of liars, many of them on the so-called right, unfortunately, immediately denounced him as a dangerous bigot. They claimed he was pro-Hamas, which is ridiculous. And then they suggested that he doesn't believe in Israel's right to self-defense, which, if anything, is even dumber. It was a thoroughly disgraceful display and a revealing one. But none of it answered the question that he had raised. What is the best path forward here for the United States, as well as for Israel and the rest of the world? It's worth thinking about that. The stakes are higher than many Americans understand. It's easy to imagine several other nations getting pulled into the conflict between Israel and Hamas. Those countries would include Russia, Iran, Turkey, China, Saudi Arabia, the Gulf states, and possibly many more. Some of those countries might take our side aligned with Israel, but most of them would not, and that would be a problem. The U.S. military is weaker than it's been in at least 50 years since the end of Vietnam. Exhausted by two pointless conflicts in Iraq and Afghanistan, internally divided by identity politics, mismanaged by buffoonish hacks at the Pentagon, our services are in obvious disarray. Check the enlistment numbers. Nobody wants to join. But it's worse than that. The government that funds our army is bankrupt. The man who leads it is senile. Now is not the time for a world war. We would lose. But our commander-in-chief has no idea. Watch this tape from Sunday as he smirks while bragging that America is so rich, there is no limit to our power. We can wage as many wars as we want. Join the United States of America, for God's sake. The most powerful nation in the history, not in the world, in the history of the world. The history of the world. We can take care of both of these and still maintain our overall international defense. We have the capacity to do this, and we have an obligation to. We are the essential nation, as to to Paris Fitz, the former Secretary of State. And if we don't, who does? The most powerful nation in the history of the world. You can imagine the Roman Senate issuing a statement just like that on the morning the Visigoths sacked their city. Pride goes before destruction. That has always been true. It always will be true. How do we keep our country from being destroyed? Vivek Ramaswamy has been thinking about that all week. He joins us on set now. Vivek, thanks so much for joining us. So what do you think the potential for disaster looks like here? You know, I should preface by saying nobody disputes Israel's interest in pursuing a conflict with Hamas, punishing those responsible, yes. defending itself, of course. Absolutely. But from an American perspective, how could this go wrong? So I think that one of the things we ought to do is remember the mistakes we have made in our own recent past, in the last 20 to 25 years. After 9-11, how did we end up in $6 trillion plus of wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, thousands of American lives that we won't get back? Part of how we ended up there was in the era after 9-11, you remember it. The tolerance for debate was very limited. Shut up, sit down, do as you're told, go along with the plan. I am worried, Tucker, that's the beginning of the environment I'm seeing right now as it relates to the current conflicts. We seem deep into that. 
we do seem deep into that. And it's, it's in the modern West as we know it. I mean, even Bibi's former national security advisor was quoted in an article earlier today when he was asked the question of, well, what happens after Hamas? His exact words were, I don't give a damn. I used to think, think first, act later. I don't think that way in light of last weekend. And I understand, as I did in this country, the pain of what people have gone through. You respond with emotion. But the thing I worry about, Tucker, right now is what I see is the left-wing criticism of Israel's what looks like to be soon to be ground invasion of Gaza is about proportionality and about injustice and humanitarian aid. Even if you just put all that to one side, from a U.S. perspective, from an Israel perspective, how is this actually going to achieve a good result? And my concern right now, and as we're having this conversation, it appears imminent that Israel is going to mount a ground invasion into Gaza. I'm concerned that a ground invasion into Gaza without clearly defined objectives is going to be the start of another no-win war that is not good for Israel and not good for the United States. And so one of the things I've been thinking about just in recent days, you hear a lot of histrionics here, a lot of bloodthirsty neocons, in fact, far less reasonable than even many Israelis that are far more rational about this than some here in the United States is, how could this play out? Right? So, so if we just think about one reasonable scenario, let's just go step by step in terms of where we are. Israel mounts a ground invasion into, into Gaza, okay? It doesn't have a clearly defined goal, but they've mounted that ground invasion. That crosses a red line that Hezbollah has previously identified, saying that that's their red line for attacking Israel. And this might be exactly when Israel is mired in a ground conflict in Gaza, which I worry could be a trap. Networks, kilometers upon kilometers of tunnels, a lot of traps that they could walk into. That could be a moment that's perfectly appropriate, unfortunately, for Hezbollah to decide to go after Israel. Israel's been in a two-front war, both in the north and in the south in Gaza. Now you're talking about real risk of, there's no way that you're really going to avoid some level of U.S. involvement there. Now look at what the Iranian-backed militias in other places like Iraq, like, you know, the, 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 Badr, the Badr group in Iraq. You talk about the Houthis in Yemen. In Yemen, what have they said? This is also going to be their red line for involvement. So now you have broader regional conflict. At a time when you have civilian casualties in Gaza, that turns the rest of the world's back on Israel. By the way, even in the case of success, ending up with what fills the vacuum, Hamas 2.0, with a bunch of radicalized Palestinians. So... I don't think that that, I think that's a real, unfortunately, a reasonable way for how this could play out. What, what, can I just ask you to pause this sincere question? What is the plan? I mean, this is yeah. something the United States has, in, has in preemptively endorsed and is paying for. So I think it's fair to ask yeah. the question. Um, what is the plan? Well, I think that that's the elephant in the room that's missing, is that we don't have from Israel a clear sense of what the objectives are. Now, in the United States, we should be reasonably helping our partner who is struck in the case of really a, a, a devastating and inhumane hit to their country, of it was course. barbaric. I think our job is to tell them these are the mistakes we made in the wake of 9-11 when that happened to us here. This is a time to have a clearly defined objective. Instead, we get histrionics from the likes of Lindsey Graham or Nikki Haley or Mike Pence offering histrionics at a time when you actually could use rational strategy. It's amazing to get a moral, a moral lecture from people who've so diminished our country and who are responsible for the deaths of so many Americans. Lecture That's right. you from some high horse. It's interesting. They, they, they cite their foreign, foreign policy experience, which, uh, <laughs> which I don't have, but they wear it as a badge of honor. Uh. I think that their foreign policy experience unfortunately shows in terms of the results that they have delivered for this country. My view is, look, a lot of neocons here are far more bloodthirsty than even some more realistic minds in Israel. 
What's a better alternative to the plan as it currently exists, which is a non-plan, an invasion of Gaza without a clear objective? And I think there's a real cascade of events following Hezbollah, following likely then U.S. involvement, following Iranian militias in Iraq to in Yemen. To and and U.S. involvement back. would almost, especially if it's involvement in Lebanon against Hezbollah, you can see how that could become a much larger consequence. Absolutely. And even think about Israel's ability to fight Hezbollah. The last time they were in a war with Hezbollah was 2006. It didn't go very well. You were? Yes, in, in Beirut. Oh, I didn't, okay, well, you would know you would know even better than I how well that one front war didn't go. Now imagine if they're mired in conflict to the south in Gaza at the same time. And by the way, some of those some of those groups in Iraq, Iranian-backed militias, they have said that they would strike back and U.S. involvement here, strike U.S. assets in the area in the case of U.S. involvement. Well, think about where we have our biggest embassy, biggest embassies in Baghdad, where, by the way, as of when we're having this conversation, a little bit chaotic out of Baghdad. I don't think it's crazy for the Baghdad, for the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad even to be evacuated. So against those circumstances, I am worried that this is going to lead to a war that is not good for Israel with poorly defined objectives and isn't good for the United States. Now, there are other questions we could be asking, which are what might be a more productive path? Yeah. So there's got to be a response. Hamas did this. The people no doubt. did it. Punished. Yes. Killed. Yes. Um, so... What do you think they, a wiser course for the United States and for Israel? So I'm running for U.S. president. My job is to look at this through the prism of U.S. interests. But if we're talking to Israel, one of the things we need is, what is your actual objective? Here's one sensible version that the U.S. could fully support. Israel's going to define its objective, and it's up to the U.S. to say, here's what we can support, and here's what we can't. But here's one version of it that if I were U.S. president, I would support all the way through, and I happen to think it's, among the best answers for Israel itself. Think about a world in which Israel has a clearly defined objective, say the top 100 in Hamas. Okay, we want their heads on stakes, line that southern border of Israel and Gaza. With those heads, as you build a new border defense, there's your deterrence. Top 100 people, whatever it is, a clearly defined objective, achieve the actual retribution and justice that needs to be exacted in this situation. So kill the people who did it. Kill the people who did it, absolutely. And is that the top 100? But who are the people in Hamas? It's an achievable objective. Go in and get that done. And I think the U.S. should help from an intelligence perspective with this. I think the U.S. can be helpful with what we might call the diplomatic iron dome. Let Israel do this to fully defend itself without the U.N. or anybody else in the rest of the world getting in the way. Get U.S. allies, intelligence sharing, the kinds of things that don't get the U.S. involved militarily. Israel is capable of doing this. Mossad is capable of doing this. Think about Munich Olympics 2.0. The version of this, this is an achievable goal. It is proper, it is just, ah. it is morally justified. And anybody from the left in this country or Europe or anywhere who rejects that, no, I this is Israel know. defending itself as it has the right to do. I don't and like this guy. Why does it's exactly right. Why does Tucker keep putting him on? Well, I don't know if I like his plan. We'll talk about that on the other side. Think I don't about like what him. this guy saying. I don't like him. Why does Tucker keep putting the freaking dork on? Huh? We'll be back. Hold on. We'll be right back. The world is about to shift. Banks are going cashless globally with the emergence of central bank digital currency. 
which will bring with it programmable money and the ability to turn on or off your purchasing power based on your digital social profile. It's like the equivalent of spyware in your bank account. You need to get out of the system with the world's safest and most private assets, silver and gold. Call Kirk Elliott, PhD, 720-605-3900. Be sure to tell him Pete Santilli sent you. You are in danger. They are watching you. Big Brother, Big Tech, and hardened criminals too. Today, everyone is being tracked, then profiled, analyzed, and your information used against you, sold to the highest bidder, or just outright stolen. Even worse, the coming AI state, artificial intelligence, is now watching you like never before. Without privacy, you have no freedom. Every patriot, every American citizen believes we are a government of the people and by the people, not the other way around. So the time to act is now. Reclaim your right to privacy with Alias ID. Learn more at aliasid.com and try these powerful and proven tools that deliver dependable results backed by our $1 million privacy protection guarantee against data breach. It's all yours, risk-free for 45 days. You have nothing to lose but a lifetime of privacy and freedom to regain until Big Brother and Big Tech changes for the better and forever. I'm excited to announce that you've all made MyPillow 2.0 a huge success. And with your amazing support, we've been able to expand MyPillow's USA manufacturing and jobs. And to make room for this, we're clearing out a line of our percale bed sheets. And to thank you, I'm bringing them to you at closeout prices. Use your promo code and you get my king size for only $39 a set. Queens, $35, Fulls, $29, and twin size, just $25. I'm interrupted this commercial to let you know that we've received the last two shipments of these percale bed sheets and because of this i've been able to add more colors sizes and even prints and they're still at closeout prices so go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen now use your promo code and you'll get my king size only 39 dollars a set queens 35 dollars full 29 dollars and twin size just 25 dollars order now once they're gone they're gone for good Introducing the Portal Universe only on QUX. This is America's first super app. Easily build your portal, share and monetize video content, live stream products, music apps, and more. Engage in live chats and private video messaging. This isn't just a TV box or streaming device. This is your social television console. Become a merchant without any setup or monthly fees. Buy and sell using QDUX tokens for private and secure encrypted transactions. You control the ads you watch. You control the content you see. You have easy access to products and services you want, all at the press of a button. QUX brings people together, enhances fellowship, community, and networking capabilities, while protecting privacy like never before. Don't wait. Go to QUX.TV right now and order your QUX TV box today using promo code PETE. Be part of a new digital frontier. 
Cardio Miracle is the finest and most comprehensive nitric oxide and vitamin D supplement in the world. Made from the highest quality ingredients, Cardio Miracle is driven and backed by science and committed to your health and well-being. Get your 60-day, no-risk, money-back guarantee now at CardioMiracle.com. Hi, I'm Ron Paul. I know what you're thinking, another gold commercial. But don't put the TV on mute. You owe it to yourself to listen. Stock markets may be high right now, but they'll eventually fall. And when they do, your retirement savings will fall along with them. Call the experts at Gold Co. today to learn more about how easy it is to invest in gold with a gold IRA. Call 855-614-1681 or visit goldco.com forward slash Pete. is falling on deaf ears it's not it's not going to work able to afford it i think that's the big thing that comes in during an election year when every politician is making every promise under the sun what promise are they going to try to make don't worry america jim jordan is not going to be i mean they are doing they are pulling out all the stops to keep jim jordan from becoming the um from becoming the Speaker of the House, Pete, and they let this little thing slip, the Democrats did, that they... Sorry. 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 Oh, that's okay. I came back a couple seconds early. That's all right. That mm -hmm. they are, uh, they said that there are some of the rhinos, Republicans, who would be willing to vote for Hakeem Jeffries to keep to keep uh, Jim Jordan from becoming from becoming Speaker of the House. Can you believe that? Mm. I don't know if that's true or not, but it is. It's but they threw that out there as a, a scare tactic and a threat, right? Mm. What they're proposing now. Is one of the proposals is to let this Patrick McHenry uh, be remain the speaker for 30 more days and then try the vote again because these rhinos do not want Jim Jordan as speaker of the house, right? They don't. And it doesn't matter. The districts, it's, it's obvious that the people in all of their districts are rebelling against this decision that they're making on their behalf. They right? said your telephone calls won't work. Yeah, your telephone, your intimidation tactics, uh, you know, you're coming after us. It's not working on us. They're digging in their heels and saying F you to the people who put them in of office. Course. That's what they're saying here. It's, it's really just, we can really see now exactly who the uniparty is right there are some of them that want kevin mccarthy back in and back in that seat even though kevin mccarthy himself has voted for jim jordan 
they're saying that behind the scenes, Kevin McCarthy is leading, is helping to lead this rebellion. He's only voting for Jim Jordan because he knows that Jim Jordan's never going to get enough votes. And then they, and then these rhinos have the nerve to scare, uh, to try to put the fear in these, uh, into the people who want Jim Jordan by saying, well, we'll just vote with the Democrats and you guys can have Hakeem Jeffries. That's who you'll get. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Hakeem Jeffries. Yeah. The rhinos are going to put him in. Yeah, They're because- saying that they will vote for him over Jim Jordan, but you know how that is. Jim Jordan, um, unless, some, unless a miracle happens, Jim Jordan will not be the Speaker of the House. And for some reason... They they want uh, Patrick McHenry, and you know he was very close allies with uh, Kevin McCarthy. It's it's just unbelievable when I when I look okay. at it, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you Let's guys go have got to be kidding me. Final perusal here. <clears throat> um, mm-hmm. The WEF whistleblower warns of globalist plan to microchip the population. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good luck with me. That ain't gonna work. Um, you want to hear something? I uh, I saw on Zero Hedge just now uh, the U.S. vetoes a U.N. resolution for a Gaza ceasefire as Biden visit fails to calm fears of a wider war. So that that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. When was this? What date is today? Today's the 19th, right? UN Security Council on Wednesday. U.S. vetoed a draft resolution calling for humanitarian pause in Gaza as Israeli airstrikes continue to continue and ground forces are reportedly still staging for an invasion. It's gonna, you know, that's gonna be a bloodbath. I understand. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Yes. Because they're deeply entrenched in those uh, those tunnels, because just because because they're not all a big, plumpy, juicy fatness like uh, Anagata Rashida, <laughs> right? And they right? can they can fit in the tunnels. Huh? Mm-hmm. What do you think? All right, you know what? I'm going to also, I think one of the, before we um, go to the next one, uh, go ahead. Well, RFK Jr. also, uh, you know, he's coming out and saying that he's got this plan to give reparations to the black community without calling it reparations. And it's just insane. People are having a fit over that, too. Every day he's losing more and more support from the conservatives who jumped on because he had, you know, the whole answer to all the vaccines and all, and he talked a really good game. But make no mistake about it. Go ahead and look up the stories for RFK Jr. today. He's talking about reparations, but he's calling it something different, but it's the same damn thing. And remember that he's still all about the Green New Deal. He's still about carbon taxes. He's 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 still about... Uh, you know, suing farmers and and all of that. 
you know, so make sure you do your homework on RFK Jr. today. Make sure you look up those um, articles, look up the videos, and listen to what he has to say about reparations. Mm. We will. Mm-hmm. Well, all of this stuff is just now breaking. So, you know, but these are... Reparations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These are things you'll be, you can be talking about at 4 o'clock for sure. Can we... <sighs> when you go on LFA. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wesley Hunt, Jeffrey McCallop, J6 attorney, Marina Medvin, Mm-mm. Harry Lake. I'm just looking at all their, their stuff. Mm-hmm. Feds move Stuart Rhodes. Max facility to shut him up the following. They move Stuart Rhodes. <clears throat> And you know what a max facility is? A max facility is where he is not allowed to have any communication with the outside world whatsoever. Oh, right? listen to this. What what did President Trump do? Hold on. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Fine. Any, any thoughts? Well, it's going to be interesting. I mean, you know, when you rob uh, the store of its diamonds, I always say Tiffany, and you rob Tiffany of its diamonds and you get caught, you're supposed to return them. And got to, among other things, right? But you have to return. Well, a lot of people are talking about that now because uh, you take a look at the, the polls and they, people know what's going on. And and in Arizona, the reason there's such uh, spirit in Arizona, and now you look at the other states, it's the people, it's not me. The people are rising up and they're saying, wait a minute, you can, and they're taking rhinos, they're saying, you can't let people get away with this. And people that were rhinos are now leading the charge because they're not going to win in the next election. There's no way people that aren't in support of a forensic audit like Arizona and even quicker because, you know, it can go quicker, but a strong forensic audit. There's no way they can win in office. There's no way they get the primary and there's no way they're going to win. This has become a very big movement. And then you're going to have to say, well, okay, we caught them cheating. Uh, you're going to let somebody that cheated stay for three more years? I can't imagine it. I can't imagine it. No. You're right. Mm. <coughs> Excuse me. Pardon me. Pardon. I, I just ate a mint. Sorry. Mm-hmm. It's about that time. It is. All right. Jews for Gaza. Hill protests show anti-Semitism rise. Mm. Oh, look at that. Speaker Jordan doomed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they've they've made sure of it. And they don't care. <laughs> they, listen, people, they, their constituents <clears throat> have said, we're going to primary you. Um, and they're like, F you, we don't care. Whatever it takes, they are so, they are so, um, <clears throat> you can never say that the Republican Party, the GOP, is not cohesive 
and can't organize the way the left does because this is a leftist tactic and they're all sticking together, right? And they're going to get, they're going to make sure that Jim Jordan does not make speaker. They're going to make sure of it. And they would even Why? jeopardize because, because he is a Trump, because he's a Trump ally, number one. He's American. What most people figure <clears throat> is the American for America first candidate. But I got to tell you, here's the real reason. The why, the answer to the why is this, is because the MAGA movement, and I don't know what else to call them, but the Patriot movement, the Trump movement, whatever you want to call us, wants Jim Jordan, and they are not going to, they are not going to allow that to happen simply because you want it. The, the, the people want it. The people want it. And if they allow this to happen, then they'll lose power, they believe. They'll lose that power. And they want to show everybody that they are in power, Pete, and we will do as they say, not what, you know, and you it will so? not, that's what they think. That's mm. exactly, you would not believe some of this stuff these representatives who are trying to push Jim Jordan out are saying openly mm -hmm. over on Twitter X. You, it, it's shocking. It's really shocking because they're just saying your intimidation will not move me, you know, mm -hmm. ain't going to work. One of them said, okay, I'm going to check a couple like, of things. Wow. I'm really? going to check a couple things. All right. We've had, uh, at one point we had almost 3000 people rotating in and out, right? Mm -hmm. Towards mm -hmm. the end of the show, people drift off. I understand that. Um, I asked you guys to push the rumble button because that's a, a free, you know, I mean, it's just propelling us out there, right? Yes. Uh, to get us some free advertising because, uh, you know, it's not free advertising. It's sharing our show with people power. It's free. You just push mm -hmm. that button. Let's right? see what we have here. Wow. Okay. So we probably had, I mean, tens of thousands of people rotating in and out. Mm -hmm. Only 348 click that button. Wow. All right. Let's see how many people signed up for an annual subscription and supported us. All right. All right. Um, I know what I'm going to do here. We're, we're, I mean, seriously, I mean, why, why do I, I I'm literally putting my life in danger. Okay. Why, why is that? Mm. You know what I'm going to do? What? I'm just going to call Biden, say, <laughs> I'll, I'll join you. No, you won't. You oh, would yeah. never do that. Uh, oh, why, why do this? Mm. You know, if you can't beat him, might as well join him. Yeah. Bye, everybody. We'll see you later. Just make, you, make sure on your way out, before you leave, if you're listening to the show right now and you're catching us even later, make sure you hit that thumbs up button. Please hit the thumbs up. No. Yep. If you want us to stay, um, which it's obvious you don't, um, support us. So 
Uh, I'm going to go get a job right now at Grandma's Pizza. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Huh? Uh, he'll see you at four. He'll oh, see yeah. you at four. You think so? Thanks, everybody.